Good evening, Nation. Welcome to another episode of Rogue Nation, episode 32. Hey, you remember? I did. I forgot. I I only remember last week's. (laughs) And then I counted up one. Um, Tonight is uh, Disney Plus Day. So we have The Mandalorian to talk about today. Thank God. Yeah, we've been waiting for a while for it. As I've been saying, the hype is real. Yes. <laughs> uh, I want to I wanna start out. I want to talk about two things real quick before we get into it. Uh, just real quick, real brief. Uh, I want to say hi to a friend of mine, Matt. Listen to the show. Talked to him over the weekend. He's a fan of the show. Hey, hey, nice. So I wanted to say hi to him. Hi, Matt. Thank and, you. Yo. And I also wanted to talk about a friend of mine named Brian. And the only reason I want to bring him up is because I've been thinking about him a lot lately. Uh, a friend of mine who I worked with a long time ago, uh, big fan of the um, Marvel movies, was very, very into the Marvel movies. But he died before uh, uh, the event, the first Avengers movie came out. Wow. So he never got to see any of what became of the Marvel Universe. But he was a big, big fan of it. Damn. And uh, I don't know why. He's just been on my mind for a little while now. He uh, he died, uh, well, he died in 2012. So Because he died right before the movie came out. Right. And he was hyped for it, too. So, but I just wanted to mention him. Nobody ever talks about him. So, just wanted to bring him up on the show. In memory of Brian. Yeah. yeah. So, let's get into some comics today. Well, go around. Who's here? Uh, God. Intro. Yeah. yeah, too? Fuck. All right. So it's I got a the, fuller house. Yeah, it's just a lot of people today. So I got the heel hunter Joe. I got the ghost hunter Amir. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. we're all hunted. Run. <laughs> I got Sergeant Funko. I'm Sergeant Funko. Hello. I'm at 10,000 almost, so subscribe. But anyways, I'm with the ghost. That's why I told her to run. He's the ghost hunter. He's the ghost hunter. Yeah, so that's the ghost. Then we got Hi. the ghost. Then we got just George. Hey. And we got uh, Kevin to the core. Yo. That's and of course, I'm the big man. So welcome. Everyone to the show here and out in the world, and uh, we really want to get to the Mandalorian and talk about what we just watched because we just watched it all fresh for the first time, and we really want to get to talking about oh, it. But yeah. We got some other shit to plow through first, okay. so let's talk some comics. Then we'll talk a little bit of TV. We'll get into some movie, and then we'll end with the Mandalorian. So a lot of Marvel. I just realized it. What to talk about? Yeah, the our picks. All of our picks are. Well, there's wrong. nothing DC last week. Yeah. We, we, the Legion. And I didn't was, even get to read it. There was new Batman. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, great. yeah, apparently it ended pretty, yeah. pretty fucked yeah. up too. Yeah. 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 And then there's a there's actually confirmation now too that um, Alfred's dead because there's a book coming out. Uh, Rest in peace, right. anywhere. Yeah. Well, he died a while ago. Yeah, I know, but there, there was a contention yeah, about yeah. whether he really was yeah, dead or not. Yeah, because no, the did. online community was saying that uh, it might have been Clayface, mm. who's turned, I guess, uh, what you call the wrestling world, Sarge? I'm sorry? Like, when you go good, uh, you turn baby or whatever? Uh, oh, babyface. Babyface. Baby yeah, yeah Clayface has turned good on the side of Batman, and then the theory was that the, the Alfred that was killed was uh, actually Clayface. Uh, he was good in Detective Comics, but he went bad. Bad. Uh, yeah, he's, he's yeah bad in the beginning again. of Rebirth, he was good. Right. Was right, like, that's right, because it was explained that the Joker, who's been under Bane, right. that was Clayface. Right. That's right, yeah. So, uh, I read Ghost Rider number two. I read it this afternoon. Um, not real much to talk about in that book. The only uh, thing that really happened, I, it, it, it continues on with the storyline of how Johnny Blaze is uh, still the king of hell. Yeah, he's, he's still demons here. And he's still cutting down demons, and he's killing people that nobody else realizes they're demons except Johnny Blaze. 
and uh, um, Danny Ketch gets put onto the, the subject of it, and he ends up going after Johnny, and they end up fighting. And really the only main thing that happens in this book is that after all of jo- uh, Danny's complaining about how he doesn't want to be the Ghost Rider anymore, he doesn't want to be the Spirit of Vengeance, he's tired of it taking over his life, Johnny finally gets pissed at him for not taking up the role on Earth as being the Spirit of Vengeance, so he says, you know what, I'm going to do you a favor, and he takes away the Ghost Rider from him. From Catch. From Danny Catch. And that's where the book ends, is he throws him that's off the building. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. But it's really the only thing that happened in that book. I mean, the book was just a lot of build-up to, you're no longer the Ghost Rider. So. But it was the book I read today, and uh, it's I'm still I'm still into it. It's still a pretty decent book. Art's really great. So I'll, I'll read the next one. Yeah, so I, I like the, the creature... Uh, design like the monster design yeah. and the demons and, and, the, and this one had a really cool shot of um like i said johnny's the only one that could see that they're demons so he he ends up inside of a, a cruise ship and he's let half the people go but the other half he's holding on hostage and uh they're all demons he can see they're all demons so when danny shows up and he's like you're you gotta let these people go he's like can't you see that they're all demons he can't see it so he's like no they're innocent people he's like no they're they're demons so when Danny distracts them so that they can escape, one of the little a little kid runs out to one of the policemen that are sitting outside. He's like, "Can I talk to you for a second? And then you see that the little girl's face, half of it's just d- demonic, and the other half is normal. And then it flips to the cop, and the cop has the same exact face, half face of his too. So that that was that was really cool. That's demented. Yeah. But it, nothing real exciting happened in the book except for that at the end. So. But that was, I just wanted to bring it up because uh, I'm still reading it. So, mm. so you read um, Old Man Quill number two? Yeah. Well, I, not number two. No, 11. 11. It's almost yeah. done. Yeah, because yeah. it's a maxi series, so it's going to be 12. Yeah. And I mainly want to bring up because of the of the ending. Uh, last time, I think, believe it was uh, on, in 10, um, Old Man Quill, Old Man Star-Lord, had entered uh, uh, the time stream. So basically, time travel so you could get the nullifier. The ultimate nullifier. The ultimate nullifier yeah. from the Fantastic Four, uh, just before the battle of like this crazy battle that's like uh, not ancient, um, a thing of legend in this future yeah. uh, on Earth, where like giant Loki like tap uh, top sized the the Baxter Building and a ton of other um, Avenger villains grou- grouped together and like took on all the heroes. So he goes. Uh, back in time to the literally the middle or just before that big battle where uh, somehow he tries to uh, convince Reed and Sue uh, that he needs to nullify. They're like, uh, no, we're not going to just give you that. Uh, especially when Galactus comes. He goes, well, he's coming now in the future. So mm-hmm. I need him now. They're like, no, no, this and that. So they escape just before like the villains attack. Uh, Quill was left there. He deals with the, the little... Uh, Herbie bot, uh, and there's two of them because it's the one in the past and the one in the future that went with them. Mm-hmm. So then he he uh, uh, they battle the the younger Herbie uh, destroys the old Herbie, but then like through weird time travel crap, it gets like memories or things that it's learned in the future. So he tells him, "Hey, remind me of uh, some lesson," and then automatically he knows it. Because the future one had already told him, oh. it's it's super like convoluted the time paradoxes, but mm-hmm. I, I really like it uh, for that. I'm a huge uh, nerd when it comes to uh, time travel. <clears throat> but yeah, so he leaves, and while he's stuck in the past, and he's trying to get out of there, 
Um, it cuts to the resistance of the future fighting the Doombots. Uh, Doctor Doom's uh, Doombots uh, attacking the resistance led by uh, General uh, Vivian, which is the daughter of Vision. Okay. With her, yeah, yeah, yeah. With half her face blown off, the Doombots are just kamikaze the 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 resistance. Okay. Uh, just like you know, yeah, kamikaze. They're just like uh, self-destructing as they're landing uh, uh, on top of the resistance. So they're like, okay, we need to give Peter more time. Uh, maybe it didn't work, and people are like, no, no, just give him more time. Uh, but he can't go back. And then the the newly learned Herbie says, you could use the time slug, uh, Mister Fantastic's time slug, and it's of course a Fantastic Four vehicle that time, not just time travels, with like this hologram of this like old like old uh, train conductor. That sounds like one of the eighties vehicles or something. Yeah, it's like one of their eighties vehicles, right? But like the hologram, and it's like it's paid for last. Like it's really done well for last throughout the, the issue of. Um, he, uh, it asks Peter for his name, and he goes Quill, Peter Quill. So then it keeps referring to him without pause. <laughs> it keeps cutting and like obeying, like oh, okay, strap in this and that, whatever for Quill, Peter Quill. <laughs> and it's, it keeps and it's, and um, like horrible things would happen in uh, in this travel on the time sled, and he would still refer to him with that pause. And it, to me, it was just so funny reading it with that pause. It just played like for just like perfect comedic beats. Um, so when he uh, 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 gets to uh, he gets the nullifier because um, across the time stream he somehow because it's a uh, time stream and time space. So he somehow gets to like the coordinates of where Reed and Sue had left on their uh, pod or whatever that was, and uh, he just missed them. Like by by him, it's like a couple of minutes, but for them, it had already been multiple years. So when he finds them, they're dead, like they're skeletons. And he goes, he's like, crap! Like more people are disappointed. And then the manifestations of the of the guardians that he's been hallucinating this whole time reappear and reminding him. He goes. He goes. Don't beat yourself up. It's not like you. Ju- it's not like it's your family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he has. He has the. He has disappointed his family. His uh, Spartax, the planet blew up. Uh, uh, he failed the Guardians, and now he's failed the Fantastic Four. He's about to fail the the Resistance. So he's like, no, like, I can do this. I'm Star Lord. Uh, and he hits. Like, getting mad, he hits something. So like some like recorder of like um, of Reed and Sue like holographic are saying like oh like we gave in we know like that that you were right that you should have taken the holo- the the ultimate nullifier. Then it goes so we've left in the compartment in this like pod or whatever, and it literally just pops open. <laughs> so he just gets it, goes back in the time sled, gets to the resistance again late because all the resistance are fucking dead after all the doombots kamikaze them. Uh, he's like, well, it can't get worse. And of course, Gladiator lands on the pod on the time sled. <laughs> and it's cool. It's cool. So I mainly cared about this book because of the ending because he keeps using um, the time sled powered by a shard of the time stone. Mm. And then the, this holographic <laughs> tra- uh, train uh, conductor tells him um, if the sled uh, gets disengaged or you take the shard of the time stone out of the sled, you could only manipulate time in six, six second intervals, backwards or forward. So you keep seeing that he keeps losing this fight with Gladiator, but then he reappears using the shard. 
So whenever Gladiator one ups uh, Quill, he reappears or like he one ups him in this fight uh, with the shard, and it's really really cool because it keeps playing again. It keeps playing for laughs, and you keep seeing the conductor who who's like half fading away because the sled is uh, damaged, and he keeps repeating Quill, Peter Quill, <laughs> and it's it's just so silly in this fight. But um, so he 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 one ups him by um by uh damn what was it he he does to. To Gladiator, I think he like he he's able to like uh, phase through him with the shard, and then oh, he st- he's able to stick the shard uh, uh, in him as Gladiator uh, is uh, phasing. So then Gladiator he uh, solidifies with the shard in him, and then um, he ages rapidly and just like dies. He just becomes dust. Wow. Uh, but then uh, Doom, Doctor Doom shows up. Old old man doom, I guess, with um, lady mask. Okay. Yeah, madam mask. Madam mask. Madam mask. <clears throat> and then he's like, "Oh, like the guy who's been giving me all these problems, and you know, leader of resistance, but the resistance are all dead." Uh, um, he tries to fight him with the nullifier. Doom just grabs it and literally just crushes it. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, it's just like, wow! You just saw this huge adventure for the ultimate nullifier. To stab Gladi uh, Galactus, and Doom just destroys it. He goes, "Oh, like you won't, you know, uh, uh, risk any um, any threat uh, to me anymore." And he's like, "You fool! Galactus is coming. What have you done?" And it just cuts to Galactus at the end with the rest of the Church of Truth uh, about literally about to just annihilate the, the Earth right. in this in this future. And it's like, wow, like that's cool. And it and it ends with like to be concluded on the right. the last right. issue. And to me, like the whole thing was was so funny, but then so nihilistic of just Peter Quill constantly disappointing everyone and everyone dying around him. Yeah. But a lot of things were just kept playing for laugh, and then this ending was like, "Wow, dude, you fail." <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's kind of Quill's thing. Yeah, <laughs> he keeps failing upwards, but then and uh, as old man Quill, he keeps failing like you unilateral. Yeah, <laughs> he's plateaued his failure. Yeah. Again, his his fa- he's failed his family, his planet, the Guardians, the Resistance, and now he's about to fail Earth. Wow. Yeah. And then he wakes up and it was all a dream. Oh, yeah. Well, they've already wow. they've, they've already established that some of the shit's all in his head. Too. Yeah, they've already established the Guardians that he keeps seeing are hallucinations of his guilt. That was sad. That realization was fucking gut-wrenching. It's all a dream. But yeah, that was um, Old Man Quill number 11. That was my pick. I don't know if George, if you read anything besides I the Xbox that we're going to Just read the into. Xbox. Okay. Sarge, did you read the Xbox? Yeah. You read your yeah, current? Nice. Current, yeah. Cool. All right. So let's jump into that then. I know Joe read them too. So, you read both? Neither? Told no. You. No, Told he you. didn't. You new means. I'm not doing oh, that's fine. You're not doing new what? I want to say. No, no, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to establish it right now. Let's talk about new mutants so we can get it out of the way because yeah. it's the shitty book of the two. Uh, okay, good. So that's the, that's the consensus. Okay. Yeah. So it, I want to give it props for it was the comedic one. I laughed reading it. But Immediately when it ended, I'm like, I'm never reading this again. I'm like, I'm not continuing. You, got, you, you finished it? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't even finish it. Yeah. I told you guys. I couldn't even finish it. New Muse never I got, delivered. I got about halfway through it. I got to the staples at the center of the book. I'm like, there's fucking more? <laughs> I put it down. So, so for Joe and the listeners, it's the same. I'm just going to quickly summarize. It's literally just the New Mutant characters plus the Generation X characters. So it's mm. not all New Mutants. So like Armor is not there, which is the only one I cared about in the, the previous New Mutants runs. So okay. armor's not there. Um, who was the other one? Um, magic. No, magic is. Magic oh, is there. Yeah. No, yeah, magic. I'm, th- I'm thinking of the other new Mutant w- characters Wolf that Spain. we actually liked. Uh, well, Wolf's Wolf 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 is there. She gets resurrected at the beginning. She, of the she's yeah, resurrected. She's Most of it's actually her POV, which is cool. Yeah. But again, like I, she's I the only cool one. I didn't care know. about it. Um, no, magic well, cipher. Mondo from magic's cool. Mondo from Generation X is there. And then, that was a weird moment. It was kind of cool. Quick which up. is cool because you get hints of, of the the future which we've seen in um, uh, Powers of Ten, which is once he absorbs uh, Kokoa yeah. and bonds somehow with Cypher, mm-hmm. and they become that entity. Yeah. Well, they become Kokoa. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that was weird where he like he bonds with Kokoa and he's like, never do that again. I'll punch the, you Cypher if you ever make me do see, that again. Right, because Kokoa is like speaking to Cypher. And it's super strange. Okay. Yeah. Nah. Well, he tries so to. Yeah, he tries to get. He tries to get Mondo to be able to communicate because because we already established that Cipher is the only person that can speak to Krakow. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to find other people that can communicate right. with him too. And they do that, like you said, that really weird moment where they emerge. Yeah. Emerge, yeah. But it's just. It, oh God! It was just. It was painful to read. I'll be honest. It was a painful book to read. With other great books like Marauders. Um, X-Force, which we'll get into, and everything else. Fuck yeah. Uh, New Mutants is just kind of lackluster. Even though the art was nice to, and everything, and it was... Yeah, to me, it was, the art. To me, it was like the YA of this new Dawn of yeah, X. Yeah, well, I mean, it was like a young good. adult like novel of that. Because I, cause you already see the, the, the possible romantic pairings and whatnot of uh, Sunspot and... Um, what was her name? Quiver? No. Oh my god. No, no, that was Moon Moon Danny Moonstar. Moonstar. Yes. Moonstar, yeah. yeah. And uh then who was the other one? And um Wolf Spain with um The Chick. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't remember her name. Uh, yeah, I'm forgetting too. That's all that's all little like Yeah, yeah it wasn't book. it wasn't interesting. But then so so it just sucks. Well Sarge, you read it. It sucks how we established Kokoa and then this whole adventure is leave. they leave Kokoa. And it's like mm-hmm. Why did we do that? And then we who, do they, who do they go to find? Sam. Sam. Okay. Which I don't recall who that is. Yeah, I don't remember oh, no, who that Sam is. Gunthry. Who's that? I can't oh, remember. Cannonball. Cannon. Oh, Jesus, the yeah. other new memes that we care about. Right. Well, he's okay. And if his sister's with him, Paige. He's not right. technically there. They're going to go get him. Yeah. yeah. And and Paige, she, was, she, was on, um, she was on Generation X. And, and right. It's a, she a little was frustrating us. that we just saw... Um, Cyclops' dad in like a cool family moment. Yeah, well, and really then sure. now he's like yeah. being a douche pirate yeah, again. And it's yeah. just like, well, I get it, but still, it's kind of. That, that was the thing that ultimately turned me off about this book was like, you know, say what you want. I have like a like a thing about Star Jammers. When the Star Jammers show up, I just plank out. I don't care. Yeah. I don't same. really care. Same. And, and the fact that Cyclops' dad makes it even worse to oh. me. It's like. <sighs> it was weird because it, to me, it like it went from like a, a third of the book, was, which was the beginning, them on Kokoa b- before they leave. It was like YA, you know, Dawn of X, but then all of a sudden it's like. We turn to this like Serenity, like Firefly esque adventure, and like <laughs> with like half yeah. the charm because I didn't give a fuck. 
No, yeah, yeah. I really didn't care for the. They didn't make us care for the characters yeah. at all. Again, like, it, if it would have stayed with the YA crap of of just a bunch of kids dealing with their teenage drama on Kakoa, I would have been like, fine. Maybe there's an audience here because I liked the humor. Uh, Chamber was kind of funny with him. He's like, oh, I like the smell of the coffee. Yeah, Chamber was funny. And, and they're like, why? But you can't even have it. Yeah, yeah, I can't have it, but I like the smell. Well, I, what I found interesting was the fact that I had to explain to you guys who Chamber was a couple of years right. ago. Yeah. And you would have had no idea who right. the character was. Right, and then it kept bugging me. I'm like, wait, if he can't eat, then how does he get nourished? He's nourished by your mutant power. Right, that's what. That's what, how I took it. And then like... And then magic really bothered me, and I think I told George this. Yeah, I can't remember. Because, right, last time we, I remember in like uh, the previous Uncanny series, magic was older, and here she's acting like she's, like she's a teenager, right? Like a teenager, yeah, 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 yeah. but like a hothead teenager. I thought that was weird. Too. A frustrating teenager. Right, like, like again, I liked the humor on Krakoa where she's like, oh, like no one gets this coffee, and she's like, like hoarding her own like pot of the coffee. Yeah. And they're like, what is that? She goes, nothing. And it's clearly the coffee that she's obsessed with. So again, like I dug the humor, but only in Cocoa. And then once they leave, I lost all interest. And then yeah, it once, sets they up. Got, once they got on the Star Jammer, I was like, oh, God, all right. Right. And then, and then and then the whole thing of like magic being this like hothead teenager. And I'm like, what? Like last I remember, you were at least 20 years old. Now you're acting like you're 16 again, which is fucking strange. Which is kind of funny because if you think about it, Magic and um, another character that they show on a cover of X Force, um, Quentin, Quentin Quagmire. Yeah, they were around the same age, but he looks like no. A, Quentin Quagmire was was clearly younger. Was young, okay, even even worse. He was younger, but between New Mutants and X Force, Quentin looks almost like a oh, young adult. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. weird. Much older than her, at least in the cover. Now. I guess this might be a good segue to... to yeah, let's go to the good book. Yeah, let's go to the good book. The opening scene of that. Yes. Uh, yeah. Where they're the like... opening scene of X-Men. Blood yeah. And, yeah. Like, that round I'm like, what the hell is going we can't on? Have, we can't have members of the like, mutant population. Mutant population. Yeah. You know what uh, Reddit called it? What? The Court of X. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no way. It kind of looks like so the Court of Owls. Yeah, it, it was like Court of Owls. I was like, with the mask and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got me. When so it, it, opens, yeah. it opens with uh, Round Table, yeah. Yeah. all these people. Uh, you get you get the from the dialogue that they're all human. At butt, and then there's one person who won't get and They have to give blood before they can start the meeting. Yep. Uh, one person won't give blood, and I love how she starts the conversation. It took a lot of luck to get in here. Yes, you're yes. Like, oh, that's domino. You're like, that's domino, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I like how it, it, it's almost like hate speech of, like, oh, they've yeah. already declared sovereignty. This is unacceptable mm. for the human race. Like, mm-hmm. this yeah, must yeah. be dealt with immediately. Yeah, but like, we have to test, and I like, I, to Sarge's point, like, I like that. Like, they literally tested everyone's fucking blood. Bro, like, that's bro, crazy. I'm telling you right now, Marauders and X-Force have surprised me because I didn't yeah. think I was going to read them. And now I have to read them. Yeah. yeah. The way that X Force opened up and it ended, yeah. and then Marauders. The way I, I'm and enjoying who, both. Who, who was on? Uh, who wrote X Force again? Uh, X no, uh, Percy Benjamin Percy. Benjamin Percy. Cool. Mm-hmm. Which is sad for Mutants going back to that because that's actually Hickman, uh, Hickman and uh, Brisson. Right. And those two guys are really good. Yeah. Brisson's writing Ghost Rider right now. Hickman's just giving them like ah, info. So it makes sense. If they did core right, I think it makes sense that, that I like the Coco stuff more. That might have been the Hickman part. Right. And then the Brisson of the space adventure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. It kind of gave them you know, the info. I just don't like the summers. When it's the summers, I don't care. <laughs> I love I love the summers. I love the majority but, of them. But, uh, that's not on New Mutants. No, and any book. 
I just hate Cyclops. I hate Cyclops. Nah, Basically, you hate Cyclops. I love Cyclops. He's a he's a Boy Scout. I don't like. Well, he hasn't been for the past I mean, like six Xavier, years. Bro, so. he, that's, that's the only thing he's he ever done. He was so bad. Bang Cyclops joined him at one point. So he's ever done. Bang Cyclops, kill Xavier. Good job, bro. Hey, I mean that's pretty that's good. That's why the, the greatest thing, the greatest thing that happened to Scott was dump the redhead for the blonde. Right. And that's it. That's why he became a real man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, that's literally when he stood up, when he finally stepped up as a leader and started taking shit uh, against mankind for the for the human rights. Kind of remember the title. Race. He, had he to... became a real man. Yeah. So this book goes on. X-Force. To, X-Force, X-Force goes on to show Beast hunting, or not hunting, she's... He's investigating, with Wolverine. and then uh, he gets attacked by Whoa. something on the on the island, right. and which means it's like a supposed to be attacked. It's like a savage right. boar. Yeah, also, man, this book but, is just really good. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. they they talk about how the the Krakoa is creating things on the island that they don't know about. Right, mm-hmm. that they're just these other these invasive species that are coming in. Right, and predatorial. But yeah, predatorial. And Wolverine's like, there's a wizard predator. Yeah, yeah, of course, him. because of course he would. Right. And it also goes into a little bit of the, the security feature because Black Tom Cassidy, he's the one kind of running the island as far as That's keeping crazy. an eye on a freaking villain. One. Yeah, because that, that was well, the one I thing mean, about yeah. New Mutants that was weird was like that's the scene one the way they were trying to push Mondo in that direction was, was like then you read this book it's like well isn't that what Black Tom's doing? Maybe right. they're trying to switch him out or, or something. maybe they're trying to get more people because having one person. Imagine but Black I also Tom Cassidy he can't do anything else besides that. But I, I also don't get the idea that Black Tom's talking to the island. I think he's just, you know, controlling what he can control. Well, he was at one point in the book. He says he gets feelings, he gets gut feelings, yeah. and instincts, and things like that. It's not actual communication. Mm-hmm. And he's like, sometimes you got to go, you know, understand this and that. But that's later on in the book because it does continue with. Um, it talks about the things they have to prevent things. Like they have algae in the water, twenty-five square miles out to prevent anything. They have pollen in the air, twenty-five square miles up. So but it's all like to get senses of something incoming. Yeah, yeah, so that's a defense mechanism, but it's all natural. It's all made from Pacoa. Yeah. And then they notice a ship's coming in. And they're like, well, let's go ahead and see what's going on. <laughs> I like how that's where they get defensive. Yeah. At the yeah. ship. Not that, like, hey, there's something falling from the fucking well, sky. Right. They were, well, they're well, hidden, though. Right. No, no, no. We'll, we'll come into that one. But it's uh, the Marauders yeah. that come in. And it's like Kitty bringing, bringing Colossus back. Well, not just Colossus, all the refugees from Russia. Yeah, but Colossus... Which is, is weird. This is the continuation from the Marauders book. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So you I have... It's it. funny. You have to be reading this to know how that mission kind of ended. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. And it, it also has Xavier going to... Um, Slovakia. Slovakia to kind of... Because they're going to sign yeah. the treaty. They're or they, they did. Yeah, the they agreed to sign it. But and you also get this idea that they're going to... They've switched him out. Because mm-hmm. if they close up on the cup... Ah, switch to up Xavier. Yeah, because you know he's not dead. I, I, I knew from the moment he stepped out, it was going to be an end, right? Not spoiling anything or whatever, but like, well, yeah, but yeah, there you get the like. Okay, so that's so, a let's not jump ahead. Let's get to the yeah. the invasion. Well, okay, so when Xavier's in Sokovia, the uh, this whole militant group, uh, which is led by. Um, I don't uh, know Domino, Domino's in the group. Yeah. Because right. she's brainwashed into the group. And then they attack from the sky and they're hidden from Krakoa, so they're able to land. Because mm-hmm. nobody knows what's going head. on. But Black Tom's kind of like, there's something wrong, but yeah. he can't really, you know. He, and he sees like a fling in the sky. He's like, oh, there's something. And it's in. just, and it's this, right. it's this commando team that starts taking people who out. They, who they say was, oh, it's this person coming back or something. 
Like, didn't they mention, like, somebody might be coming back or something? They thought that it might be Domino coming Domino back. Domino coming yeah. back. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I think the headgear he ha- has on might be, like, uh, using her brainwaves or something. Because mm-hmm. that, that headgear looks a little... Well, they said they say at one point in the book that like the even Xavier couldn't even read their minds because mm-hmm. something was being blocked. Yeah. So he comes uh, uh, psionic shields. Yes, mm-hmm. psionic shields. Yeah. I love it. I love that they did like a little black ops yeah. insertion into so Krakoa. They, yeah, mm-hmm. and they and they start you know Wolverine shows up and starts kicking people's asses. I, I love him running through the forest. Yeah. Like he's just eating, roasting a spit, and then he notices danger and he just runs through the forest, throws on his hood. And he goes into full Wolverine mode because he says it earlier to Beach. He's like, being here makes you soft, makes you feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's ready to fight anymore. And it's true. When those guys land, they take out dozens of people. Sage even says it on the census report. She's like, don't tell me this is wrong. Because so many people have died. And on the top of that list is Xavier. Yeah, because the last page is Xavier gets shot in the head. Yes. But if you yeah. go back to that one shot where they close up on the glass, you kind of get the idea that maybe – it's not Xavier coming back from from Slakovia. Okay. Maybe they switched him out. Okay. Even then, I would have to think that he would have some sort of failsafe since he is. Yeah. Well, but we they can also, but also, couldn't they just regenerate him? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. No, no. Xavier is needed for the regeneration process right. to imprint uh, the mind. Right, but they've already. Uh, we, Does they need backup? There's need already a backup. Of yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. No, there's that mental backups, but is there a physical, a body backup? Yeah, they mind? use Proteus. They've already explained that they right. use Proteus. He, like, he has the husk for Xavier. He does right. a big backup like once a year or something. And then yeah. he does, like, right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Proteus, the body for Proteus is Xavier's yeah. body. But what about Xavier's mind? Where do you get Xavier's mind? Well, it's already backed it's up. Already yeah, back. Back. And if you have Xavier as the husk, he's still going to have the mutant abilities. So he can back up. He can put his own mind back the, up. I think, the worst thing, thing, you have the control. I think the worst thing they're lose is maybe like a couple of days worth. So the, the past three days. That's so maybe that whatever happened in Sokovia, we, he won't remember. Mm. Which is even worse because we know something important happened there. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just my thing is I feel like Xavier and Cerebro is needed to imprint the backup onto the mutant regardless of what abilities or memories they might have. You know, they still need the imprint of memory. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, if we don't know how far there, it goes, they'll probably maybe Gene Grey has to step up and do that. No, it, it might actually be a couple of different people. It might just you know we have a couple of different telepaths. Emma, 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 the cuckoos. Emma, if you pay her, the cuckoos, if you pay them. Well, she's on the table. She, she, yeah, she's, she's almost getting paid. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. I think I think she's gonna do the thing for me. Oh, so, my queen. By the way, talking about her, I love how they break like the official negotiation with like people that are not. Accepting Coco, and then they go into like the non-official where they come oh, in. The black, yeah, they have black, yeah, yeah, they have like their little black market. I right, love it. and then send Kitty to yeah. do the, the swap. You know, yeah. like Emma still delivers the drugs, but through the black market. I, love it. I, 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 I explained that on the show. I'm like, I kind of like that, like whether legal or illegal methods. The the control of that drug is still in mutant hands. Yep. Right. Yep. And if they find anyone who is doing it around mutant hands, it's up to the Black King. For his intimidation, uh-huh. completely up to his discretion. Which is uh, yeah. like, I love it, man. Yeah, with Shaw. Like, Shaw. And yeah. then uh, the Red King, which is Kitty, is set out to be like, okay, mainly get people, deliver stuff, bring stuff in. Uh, but, you know, we also got to do an infiltration thing and disrupt the governments that are not on our side. Right. And I was like, damn, they're hitting this from all angles. Yeah. She's, she's uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting that the name of the historical figure, the, the one that had the, the Underground Railroad. Harriet Tubman. Yes, Harriet Tubman. Yeah, she's the human Harriet Tubman. One of her jobs. <laughs> yeah. Kitty Pride has a lot of jobs. 
But, uh, oh, not Kitty. Cat, right? She wants to be Kate. Oh, Kate. 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 Yeah, because well, be she is older. She, uh, yeah. She's aged, and she's making adult decisions. Yeah. By, uh, oh, she was the, the head of the school at one point. And Krakoa mm-hmm. doesn't want her in there for some reason. Wasn't it Emma? It's like, don't let him call you Kitty anymore or something? Like in Morocco? No, she's, yeah, the, yeah. One, she's the one that said it. Oh, okay. She's yeah. the one that and she's the first one that called her Kitty. Yeah. yeah. After she talked to Storm. Well, because yeah. she... Uh, Emma respects her. Yeah, right? yeah that's why she even offered the position of Red King. Yeah, because I was supposed to originally go to someone else, right? But I, I, for, I'm forgetting now so, the middle of, of what happened to Colossus that he seemed beaten up. He seemed chemical warfare. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jean Grey just simply says there's a lot of pain in there. They go to get him out, and you can see that some of his metals almost melted, mm-hmm. and that they've been hit. Well, with it's chemicals the idea stuff. that the Russians—they didn't want any of the people to leave because they put him to work. For and he was he brought in the infiltrate to help get those mutants out. So he obviously had to deal with whatever they were throwing at the mutants at the time to get them to stay. Right. And remember that one guy had the had the weapon that disengaged their mutant abilities. So well, he still had his his uh, armor up, but it looked melted. I'm trying to see if I can find a picture of it. Was he like in the fetal or something? It looked like no. He's just in the bulk. He was yeah. In the bulk, he was like yeah. Yeah. He he was absolutely messed up. And then uh, when he they take him to the healing garden. The healer there was not even sure who that was. That was called the healer. They just the healer. Either, yeah. So he was like, I can't ask them where the pain is because, uh, yeah, you, you know, see all parts of the metal melted. And then Jean Grey's, and he's like, Jean Grey, can you help me, you know, get into their heads? Ask them where it hurts. And she goes into his head and she sees this crazy battle scene that happened to him. And she's like, I can't tell you where it hurts because it hurts everywhere. That's crazy. And it's so dark that poor Colossus, man, he is absolutely. You see him with his eyes open on the healing garden. Just yeah. kind of like in shell shock. What happens when Katie leaves you? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Which we don't get. We don't get how that when that happened. Right? Well, remember, uh, Kate had... Uh, she can't go to the gate. So I'm assuming... Yeah, yeah but we don't know when, at what point did they separate. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm assuming when the Krakoan stuff happened, he got sent away to Russia to start bringing people. And then Kate yeah, couldn't go. I don't the, know. They were married last night. Right. Yeah. They were married. Well, I mean, they were married, but it, they, everyone has their own mission. Well, remember, remarried because she was with Star Lord for a while. And then she came back. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Kate married Star Lord. Yeah. She became Star Lord. Yeah. She became Star Lord. Uh huh. Oh man, talk about mistakes. And then she went back to Colossus. And then the, again, the, like the rock star is for me. That thing that she has a thing for Peters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Instead of going for the star, she went for you know the Russian star. Yeah. Always a metalhead. Always a metalhead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you think Kate listens to Black Sabbath? Maybe. No, probably before her time. No. Yeah. Hey, she listens to like old school. Whatever. <laughs> Alright. So anyway. <laughs> so that was the book of the week, I think. This is definitely the better 100%. book. The better book than New Mutants. I, really I definitely enjoyed this book. I, I will definitely be reading more of this book. New Mutants, forget it. I, I told you that. So the only other books we have is Fallen Angels. Well, is, that's it. Fallen yeah, Angels. And uh, X Men number two. And X Men yeah. two is next. Yeah, but we've already read. You know, I'm saying. I think we already agree that X Men is a continuation of Orion Keeper. For now. So the bad ones were Excalibur, New Mutants, and I'm I'm flat out not even interested in Fallen Angels. I'm still gonna read it. I mean, we're yeah, gonna I'm gonna give it a try. I've given all these number ones a try, but I don't even remember what happened in Excalibur. I read it. I don't <laughs> Honestly, I don't no, remember what. That happened. goes to show. It's the whole thing about. Um, uh, Psylocke becoming the new Captain Britt. Is there two well, phrase? Oh, yes, yes, yes. She became Captain Britt. Yeah, and yeah. the phrase is the Brad. freaking villain again. Are there two Psylocke's or no? Yes. 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 
following well, angels. Well, well, the thing yeah. is, before the, there was Betsy Braddock, and then there was Quanin. Yeah. Okay, and then they uh, both were pushed into the Siege Perilous, and they were combined into one character, and that was the Psylocke. The the, the, the world knows. The everybody knows. The Got Psylocke, it. everybody knows. Now that they're re- 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 having mutants be reborn, mm-hmm. they've actually separated the two again. So now you have Betsy Braddock, uh, who's now the new Captain. Britain, yeah, the Captain Britain. And then you have Quanin, the who's the, the ninja yeah, yeah. Psylocke yep, that we yep. all know. Yeah, you had to give them their own identities. But, uh, I mean, yeah, that book was... I like fantasy and magic and everything. Same. That book was just like, uh... Yeah, I forgot about it until you just told me. Yeah, yeah you see, yeah, that, yeah. that's how that was. Yeah. So, we're going to go into some movies and then jump right in and jump into TV, end with TV? Yeah. Uh, Did you see Terminator? I saw Terminator, of course. I finally you saw finally Terminator. Saw I'm a big Terminator head and... Did you see it? Time no, time. but I do want to do an honorable mention for a trailer. Right. The Sonic trailer came out with uh, the video of Sonic, it. Yeah. and it looks a lot better. Yeah. I feel almost obligated to go watch you it. You can't fix that movie. They fixed how he looked. They fixed how he looked. Oh, right, his that's, design. But the movie still looks awful. The movie's still hey, the same, but... but they fixed how he looked. That's really what I wanted. And I'll that's how people trailer. are going to go watch it now. I think well, it was a genius play. I feel part. obligated to go watch it, to be honest, because they listened. No. No, they didn't. No. How does Dr. Oh. Robotnik not know who he is? Dr. Look. Robotnik is from his planet. Wait. So they'll explain it in the movie. Okay, cool. You watch it. Let I will. I All right. Just okay. hey, we can move on listen, from that. I'm, ty- on. I'm tired of these 3D right. like right. creations right. coming into our world. Right. Like Woody the Woodpecker, Smurfs. Why do you keep Alvin and the Chipmunks? Stop doing that. Let them live in their fucking world. Yes, Give me Amir. a second here. Okay? Go, go, Amir. One. Okay. Sonic Adventure. Both part one and part okay, two true. were in human worlds. True. Okay, second it. of all, the whole robotic thing, none of that has been clarified. So odds are the fact that Robotic came with all this science technology, but it came from his fucking world. And he's like, I'm after this motherfucker. And then Sonic was like, yo, I found a homie. This movie looks good to me. And the fact that the, that they took the time to sit here and like, we're going to fix everything that you guys found wrong with it. I do appreciate I'm going to watch that because good. not a lot of people do that. Good. I didn't even complain about I'm the look of Sonic. Sonic. I'm going to play To sit look. here and assume that Sonic has never been in the human world, you haven't played enough. No, he's Sonic right. Games. Yeah, that was in Sega Dreamcast. Dreamcast. I loved it too. both of those, those games. Those games were good. I played those games religiously. Those games I will fight good. you. No, no, they were good. <laughs> they were good. No fighting necessary. Have a cookie. Yes, please. Hey, so I brought it up to you the last time you guys had a podcast. I found fucking Thor 6 for retail. Isn't that where the Necro, like, whatever, Loki? Yeah. Dude, I found 5 and 6 for retail. I was, like, shocked. Because on Fine. eBay. Yeah. Yeah. And they still have a little bit more. This place prides itself for not having any second prints, and they have, like, whatever they have, they have. So I'm going to go back and say they have, like, the Thanos wins line. Because yeah, I was shocked. I'm like, oh, let me look through it. And then you got to pop. Good job. I just started watching that. It's fucking great. I know. I like it. I'm on episode um, six. So, uh, uh-huh. listen. Have I showed you Plex? Has anyone shown him Plex? <laughs> I, 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 I got it. Mark what is that? What's going on? I'll go to your house. I have to, I, 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 this I, is an off-air conversation. Yeah, really. Okay. <laughs> so, so no one saw Terminator. No one. I mean, YouTube just yeah, attended. Go ahead. Like the Fuck. movie. It's not just it, I feel <laughs> like. Yeah. Like, 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 like the movie. movie. I've never seen Terminator 1. No. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. He's never seen Back to the Future. Never seen Jurassic Park. Never seen. Mm, he's your friend? Mm. 
I saw Jurassic Park here. Stop. But before Stop. that, wait, I have a story. Funko. So ah. we were at dinner the other night, and I'm like, let's see how many movies you haven't seen. So I googled so this is long. like oh, all of them. the top 100, like AFI's top 100 movies uh, of the 20th century. Like, I, googled, I, it's like I googled like Rotten Tomatoes, like best movies, like hundred okay. oh forty movies. Shoot shoot I shit you not, he saw like three. He's there three? And to God, he saw like three. Hey, no, I like him. He makes me seem like normal. Bro. Funko. There's the door. <laughs> I'm going to hit you in the ass on the way out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Whatever I wanted to. Hold on. Never seen Ghostbusters. What? No, I've never Not, seen Ghostbusters. None of them. Uh, Jaws? No. No. E.T.? Bro. No. Fucking. What else? Uh, you should do like a Spielberg movie. You, yeah. you should do a on, on my channel. On my channel, we used to have the segment where I used to go around the movie right. out and you'd be like, "Hey, all right, did you watch, watch the movies? Did you watch, did you watch it? it? No. no. Did you watch it? This is not something to be proud of. <laughs> no, bro, I love this. You guys hate on me for not watching it. Bro, this Indiana is actually kind of impressive. Indiana Jones, I've only seen the horrible one. Which is yeah, he's only seen the Shalaya Puff one. Man. I don't understand how you could. So, so what was it like when you saw Sky for the first time when you crawled out of that uh, bunker? <laughs> the problem was is that I saw the sky so many times. I was never inside. Okay, I didn't. I didn't. I, I'm sorry. I grew up in a little Hispanic right, well, community. So this, never saw. I slept on the floor for crying outside. Right. I saw these movies. Don't go to South Korea, okay? Just say it's the truth. God damn it! No, I didn't want to. <laughs> But if you guys were to host a movie night, you could televise it, put it on YouTube. He's never seen True Lies. Do that on your channel and you get more subscribers. Well, that's fine. Uh, so I, I don't go to movies. Never seen Aliens. Never seen Predator. Like yeah. watching movies. Uh, the Goonies. Goonies. No, no, no. Like the movies. Jeez. I saw Goonies like three years ago. Breakfast Club. Yes, I've seen Breakfast Club. Ah, got one scene. No. How have you seen Breakfast Club but not Indiana Jones? I'm gonna say. <laughs> I could have sent you Breakfast Cup, but I wanted to do it. Hey, but it's a good one. Breakfast Cup. Okay, so we saw Terminator. <laughs> well, he did it. What, what sucks is like I really want to get into it, but it's it's it has to be a spoiler discussion. Yeah, it's fun. Give it to me. That's what sucks. Yeah, it's okay. So it's a spoiler episode. Fuck him. We gave him the opportunity. True. Oh, it's two weeks now. It's been two weeks. Well, life gave me the opportunity. Give me the Alexa Terminator love story. Go ahead. So, so hold on. So for Sarge in Terminator One, uh, a robot. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Arnold is a bad guy in number one, right? Uh-huh. Yes. But then he's oh, a good God. guy in number two. two. I saw two. What? 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I understand that because uh, on TNT way back when. They would show part two all the time. I saw part two before I saw part. Somebody one. play the violin. Yeah, I didn't have cable. Home. I didn't have cable growing up. But one day. On WB, when it's, it was still a thing, they decided to show Terminator 2. Where you And I saw you it. You live in Hialeah. I grew I up in New Jersey. Oh, but in the four part of Jersey. Exactly. So I saw it like so that. With no, Hialeah, everybody taught everybody how to steal cable. I live in Hialeah now, unfortunately. I had the, oh. I had the, everybody taught everybody how to steal cable with Hialeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Right. No, block parts. Please. Okay. 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 So this this movie. So it would blow your the first five minutes of, of Terminator Dark Fate, the new Terminator, would blow your fucking minds and you. That's the at least recent Terminator you've seen. The whole, the whole too. mythos of uh, Terminator is the fact that uh, in the first movie, the Terminator sent back to kill Sarah Connor because her son becomes the leader of the Resistance. John, John Connor. John yeah. Connor. Yeah. In the second movie, John Connor's Edward Furlong. He's supposed to be the leader of the Resistance. In this movie, it negates the last three movies: Salvation, Dark the Christian Bale one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rise <laughs> of the Rise of the Terminators, Salvation, and uh, Genesis. Genesis. Go. 
as if they never happened. Oh. Because in the first five minutes of this movie, they kill John Connor. What? As what? a kid. <laughs> so a not kid. like grown-up Edward Fur. Fur- I remember him from the second movie. What? Yes. Yeah. They, they show a scene. They're in like Rio. Yeah, and, it's, and it's literally months after T2. Yeah. Bro, the whole movie spent so technically. Yo, I was massively impressed with the way that they de-aged uh, Linda Hamilton. Yeah. I was so like, basically, they what? looked like they had just T-fake. walked out of T2, and and they're sitting, they're sitting like in a cabana on the beach, and you can tell, like, you can tell, like, there's he's she's trying to give John some kind of semblance of a normal life because he's trying to talk to a girl and everything like that, and then a, a Schwarzenegger Terminator comes out of nowhere. And just fucking How flat out. Oh no, it was a young because she she establishes at the beginning of the movie that it wasn't just one Terminator that that Skynet sent back um, to kill John. He said they sent back many Terminators, I mean, and it was just a matter of time of when they would show up. That's cool. because he sent them back um, at different time points. Mm-hmm. So at this one is one of the, I guess the second one you can say that showed up because the rest of the movie you, you find out that she's been getting coordinates from somebody. And uh, she keeps showing up at these por- coordinates, and a Terminator pops up out of the time, and she kills him. So that explains. I mean, I've I've seen the trailers for this movie, mm-hmm. and she says that I'm still going to kill you. I'm like, why are you going to kill him if he helped like save John? Well, Connor? because he's the, the one Terminator that they go see in yeah. the movie is the one that killed John. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I assume. Okay, okay, now it makes a little sense. Yeah, okay. because remember at the end of Terminator Two, they put him in the, the steel yes. pit because yeah, he yeah. can't self-destruct. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Dead. yeah. Yeah. But there's more. There's more. Yeah, they're saying they're saying. What the fuck? So how is it that John dies? He gets well, shot. He just went over that. I know, but I'm hearing that like that sounds so simple from a fucking paranoid ass woman. How the fuck does that because work? Because they thought they were they thought they were safe. Right. The ending yeah. of T two was think of it like okay, cool, the threat's Wait, done. We're no, done. I'm so too paranoid to believe that. No, but here's the thing though. Remember, they blew up Cyberdyne. Right. They killed. They they they, they melted all the the computer uh, the parts from the first Terminator, which they had turned that they had determined was what built Skynet to begin with. So they had basically eradicated that history, and that is true. That's what happened. They did that. Right. But Skynet had already sent these other Terminators back before they did that, so that they're just waiting for the points that they show up in time. That's because that's where the timey wimey shit happens. Right. I mean, okay, I get that. I kind of think too, but at the same rate, the whole thing is they rescue her because she's fucking schizo because she's paranoid as shit, and the fact that that happened bothers me a little. But <laughs> no, it's really the not. idea. But it's, it's, it even shows that she even says like I've been running my whole life, and this is a moment like this is, just happens to be a moment where she's actually let her guard down and she blames herself for it for the rest of the movie. Because up until this point, she's always been the fear, the the fearless, gung ho, fuck everybody, fucking yeah, yeah, problem. yeah. And now she's like, oh no, we won. I might actually be able to let my guard down. And the moment she does that, he dies. He dies. So yeah, like the mutants on Krakoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Relevant. Relevant. Pray, bro. So right. Wolverine talked about. So yeah. So then, in these next thirty years, from eighty. No, 92. 93, I think. 92, 93. Right. The ending of T2. In these three years following the death of young John, she's been getting these coordinates, like Justin was saying. She'll go to these coordinates out of the time and place, and there's Terminators still showing up, so she's taking them out. And they're presumably the Schwarzenegger Terminators. Uh, The the T-800s. The T-800s. So cut to now, present day, Mexico City, a new one, which is played by uh, Diego Luna, uh, uh, super up. strange or immediately freaks me out because he's charming and he's able to infiltrate like people 
like really well with like humor, personality, and that like, he could literally carry a conversation. Oh, so he carries you because he has social skills. And you, yeah, yeah, it's fucking creepy. What the <laughs> well, fuck? He, you see, you see a the Facebook train Terminator. <laughs> well, uh, that uh, actually plays into it because he could absorb knowledge by touching uh, information. Uh, like uh, he goes to a server farm, yeah, and he starts absorbing all the knowledge in the server farm. So the way yeah, this, this the way this works, it's a Rev Nine. And yeah, the way Skynet's been is, is Skynet's been right. I, I want to get to that. I want to describe the robot. It's the combination of the T one thousand and the T eight hundred, uh, which essentially is the T rise, uh, the Terminator rise of the, uh, against the rise of the machines. Yeah, it's basically the TX. Yeah, because that was the liquid on top of the metal. But this one is the liquid or essentially nanobite technology, like liquid technology, okay. that could essentially work uh, independently. Mm -hmm. So at any moment, there could be two Terminators, the liquid one and the actual skeleton one. Yeah, you see that in the trailers. Yeah. That was a pretty cool concept. Right, and it was cool. I just didn't understand how would that work. And then in the movie, it, it, it kind of, uh, well, not only works, it kind of explains it uh, okay. uh, as that too. On top of that, another soldier ascent. So kind of like Kyra Reese. But this one's been augmented. Uh huh. Played by Mackenzie Davis. Yeah. Well, Easily steals the movie. Yes. Just like Michael Bean steals the movie in T one, Mackenzie Davis's uh, Grace character steals Dark Fate. Yeah. She's the best of this fucking movie. Which is why one of the reasons why I really liked it was because most of these movies they try to kind of revitalize Schwarzenegger. Like you remember him? He was great, right? We've got him in our movie. This movie didn't do that. This movie really tried to push the other Terminator. Yeah, they put him in an apron. Right, because they, they, they're trying to blanket somebody. He bought a house. He bought a house. <laughs> yeah. I, unfortunately, I can't argue with that because he did. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> so then what, what Justin was alluding to, essentially the killing off of John, and but created that's why That's why I don't like how people are saying that in the Gates T2. I'm like, no, it doesn't. They succeeded. There's no Skynet. There's no Skynet-led judgment day. Mm -hmm. But, and I and it, the trailers alluded to it, how, the, yeah, you succeeded in saving humankind, but you didn't change our fate. The fate still, like, the thing still happens, all but they, it's no longer Skynet. It's all, not those Terminators anymore. All they did was just prolong it because it didn't happen in 90, uh, 97. Yeah. Yeah, it happened in two, yeah, it happens in 2000, no, in 2020. They, yeah, just said. something like that. Yeah, so then instead of Skynet, it's Legion. It's the government led created uh the uh, AI? the uh ai for defenses mm. so essentially it's kind of like again i'm alluding to x-men because it's fresh in my head where they say that ais are like force of nature it's fire yes yeah. it's just waiting it's to just waiting to we'll take the mantle yeah, yeah. So it's gonna happen yeah. you just don't know what yeah. Yeah. yeah so instead of literally a, a, an on switch with robots it was like an ai just becoming sentient because huh becoming something in a matter of hours so the way Grace's character says is like day one, she literally does that. She goes, no warning, no nothing, everything just stopped working. No Wi-Fi, no internet, no telecommunications, no light, no electricity, no gas, no nothing. Everything just turned off. She said by the second day there was already war. Fuck. Yeah, I understand that because I was stabbed you the moment last night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But and like imagine that. Imagine imagine oh, literally your house with a power outage. And I like I like how it comes to but and I really like, again that's why I really liked about her character. She was literally in a horror film, mm -hmm. in a post-apocalyptic horror film. Where every time it would show bits of her life or her like traumatic stuff, it's like yo, she's a little girl on a in the highway on a, on expressway, and then 
All the cars are piled up. No one knows what's going on. Planes are crashing around her. And her family just gets her out of the car and they just start running. And they're just like, yo, what the fuck is that? That's a whole movie unto itself. Yeah. And then it just shows, uh, she explains how, like, my dad was killed for a can of peaches. peaches. Yeah. And she's like, the rest of the, those years, I don't even know how I lived, how I survived on my own. I left the pizza. Bro, and it's dark. It, it shows shit. I'm like, yo, this is fucking dark. So the title is aptly named Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. Right. So then it, it keeps showing the main uh, new John character, which is Danny, which I thought I, I found a lot of like parallels to like Game of Thrones. I'm like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Like a long, compli- overly complicated name, but it was just like Daniela, which is, she was Mexican. But then she's like, oh, my friends call me Danny. I'm like, really? Like Daenerys? And then throughout the whole thing, she keeps needing other protectors because she can't fight yet. And I'm like, bro, these Daenerys parallels are crazy. That, that's a little Sarah Connor-esque, though. But Sarah Connor in the beginning. Oh, no, wait. Even in T1. No, she was never the, the like, the savior. He's right. Yeah, she was never the savior. And then you learn it, which I thought was stupid. Like, that's, like, the at the, in the pros and cons of the movie. I'd say in the cons was, like, they treated this reveal of like, oh no, she's not the mother of the savior. She is the savior. And I was like, yeah. Big whoop. Yeah. I'm like, okay, can we move on from that? And it wasn't even like she's like this big savior either. It just seemed like she's the one that kind of got, just basically convinced everybody, you know, you can fight back. That's it. And I was like, yo, really? Fucking Joe Schmo could have just said that. <laughs> well, I mean, at least John Connor was like a character who combined everything, formed a resistance. And was actively like taking and a bunch of things. Yeah, exactly. was actively taking the battle to Skynet. He could fight, yeah. shoot, he enough to where things. Skynet yeah. was like, "We need to take this fucker out." She, you just got the impression that she was basically just the one that went around Audition? everybody and says, "Yeah." She went around everybody and says, "Hey, you don't have to sit in the dirt all the time. You, you can fight back." And I like, "Oh fuck, I can fight back? All right, you know." And that's kind of basically it. So but it, the rest so of the does, movie, so so what it does essentially is this, a combination of T one and T two, where it says. Uh, it's yeah, monster. Uh, uh, it's a uh, monster chase of like, nonstop. Uh, an unkillable killing machine cannot be stopped. But then there's protectors. Then then it does the amalgamation of T two, where there's yes, the good Arnold one. But he's only good because he's already killed John. His one task, his mission, his mission, his is mission over. is and he over. wasn't getting any more missions, so he didn't know what to do. Right. So then the AI in him just kept learning kept imitating human behavior. And in human behavior is love, empathy, uh, um, uh, dis- like, fuck, what was it? He- the way he worded it was like, distraction of just like, just living. Just living. Yeah, so Continue. he literally just finds a woman who's been, who has an abusive husband and has a child and just raises them. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Well, uh, one of my favorite lines in the movie is like, she hasn't figured out you weigh over 400 pounds yet. Or oh. yes, and she's like our, our our relationship has is not physical. She just happens to really like the fact that I can change diapers and didn't care. No, no, no. <laughs> when he lists the reasons why the relationship works, to me was fucking beautiful. He's like, yeah, I could change diapers without complaining. I'm a really good listener, and I'm actually really funny. And I was like, <laughs> yo, I had to hold, like, I had to double hand hold my laughter because that was. Arnold was so straight, funny. Straight face. Yeah. T eight hundred Arnold saying, "I'm really funny." Yeah, the Dude, whole thing for why he's because it's the Terminator because it's still got the scar that she put on him when uh, she attacked and killed John. Mm-hmm. So right away she sees him. And it's like, "Oh, you're the fucker that killed my son." 
so she doesn't trust them at all. And, and it's he's like, same with it. But yeah. he's like, he, and then you learn it's him that's been giving her the coordinates. Yeah. Oh shit. Look at that. Because he had all the coordinates of all the other ones that were sent. Well, he, well. he through his learning, he started to feel he started to learn empathy. Yeah. And he started to feel bad for the fact that he killed her son, especially once he got one of his own. So damn he, deep. Yeah. And the the coordinates it would be the coordinates, the time, and then the same. Uh, and Sarah says like the same two words for John. And he even explains how he knows too, because he's like, when uh, whenever there's a time sphere coming, the the something about uh, the waves that he could see through his um, uh, his vision, because he's got the the robotic vision, mm-hmm. it's like so it's it shifts, and he can he can pinpoint where the, the center point is. I I, I took it as um, it's a shared learning, like a hive mind, yeah, or like shared information, kind of like Terminator Internet, I guess, like Terminator social media. Oh. And I thought I, I took it as like, oh, when there's a checkpoint, he automatically learns it. Yeah. And he probably gets updated with whatever information yeah. they have. The thing that really bothered me about the explanation, I was like, but wouldn't that mean that that's the Skynet mind, not this new Legion mind, which is the, the newer AI of this so now? The Legion new, mind hijacked everything. Yeah, but no, Maybe. but he doesn't know anything about the Legion. So well, how do you know about the uh, the bridge attack of the yeah, Red Nine? Well, that's no, what I'm but saying. He says though, whenever there's a time sphere, there's something conical that happens to the air that he can see. He talks about that, right? But how did he know with enough time to tell Sarah oh, that to I be there know. at that? That's what I I'm saying. Know. Like timey wimey. Yeah, that, that's how I. That's okay. suspension of disbelief. That's yeah, why I took it. But then, okay, so then now this new thing with the Legion and the Rev Nines is just like T1 and T2. Of, it's another enclosed loop. Where in T1, T2, future John knows Kyle Reese is his father. So he sends Kyle Reese to not only protect Sarah, but to also conceive himself. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you got to conceive yourself. Right. <laughs> so then the when you show when uh, Grace, the augmented soldier from the future, she says that like, oh, Danny saved me. When it shows that moment, you see older Danny, which was a ridiculous fucking scene because they got the same actress. So she didn't look like she aged. <laughs> so it just looks so silly. They didn't age her up. I mean, they have all this tech to de-age people. They couldn't age her up. I don't know if she'll make her. Right. 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 And hair. it really didn't help because she's just too Hispanic right. looking. Right. She. It really didn't help that she's she's a Mexican woman. So she's really short, very Mexican looking, and a really thick uh, uh, accent. So to me, it was really fucking distracting, especially in the future flash, future flashback, future flashback. Future flash forward? No, back. back. Flashback. Because it's, still, it's, it's Grace's, still Grace's past. past. Oh. Future uh. flashback. Yeah, because it's Grace is the soldier's past. Uh, in that past, you see Danny when she saves young Grace. She's like, oh, what's your name? She goes, oh, I'm Grace. Danny recognizes her. So to me, I took him like, it's an enclosed loop. Yeah. She only saves her because she remembers yeah. Grace saving her in the past. But they also allude to that with... Legion too. Yes, because the whole idea is you don't know what Legion's motivations are. They don't ever tell you. They just you just know that Legion has sent this car- this this Terminator back to destroy it to kill Danny. But you don't know. I mean, you you understand that okay? He she fears Danny, but you don't know why. Right. Because at least in T one T two speech in T one T two it's explained that it's a last ditch effort by Skynet because they're literally about to be won over by the by the, the resistance. resistance. Yeah. This was a last ditch effort to kill the the resistance before it starts. Yeah. John There's a literally an explanation, and this is just Gabriel but, Luna just walking around being charming, but then killing everyone. 
But see, you get the – it's alluded to. It's not ever fully said, but it's alluded to that maybe Legion knows that um, – Legion knows that uh, by sending this Terminator back, he's, she, he's creating his own it, – it's creating its own existence. So it's kind of alluded to that maybe there's a reason yeah, other than it's, just... It's another time loop, yeah. just like T1 and T2. So essentially, since that one broke, I think that broke with the death of John. Mm-hmm. And now this new loop is is the next uh, iteration. Yeah. So we need a sequel is what you're saying. I I would love it. They, I thought this movie was enough. fucking awesome. Yeah, with I enjoyed it. Dude, with three well, no, badass it's, it's, chicks... It's, 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 with three what? badass chicks, with, with, uh, like, with a diverse-ass cast, and now a Terminator that can literally infiltrate humanity that was really fucking scary was amazing. Take like a Walmart sale of Terminators. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> There's just so many different fucking things coming out. I don't know. I got to see this. But I'm like... it's gr- To me, it was great. But again, I'm biased. I love the Terminator franchise and I love... Time I Dark. like it too, but like I got to see it because I'm still kind of over... The- like a little butthurt about the idea that John just gets wrecked easy as fuck. Yeah, think of it as like, what was the other way? There was no other way to move forward. Yeah, the stories have been so convoluted with all the other movies. You have, should have died. But okay. You have th- you have three other movies that didn't mm. work yeah. because of revolving around John. John, exactly. Yeah, John was just no, a, in a series. A soft point. Yeah, and a series. You're right. Yeah, that's why I liked um, uh, the comic book of Terminator. Terminator 2049 and, and Terminator uh, 1984, the sequel, revolving around Kyle Reese. Hmm. To me, that was it was a lot more interesting, and it was cool. Hmm. But to me, that's what really prepared me for Dark Fate because it alluded to the the causation of and creation of alternate timelines. Yeah. Where breaking the loop or breaking the cycle is what, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, you might win, but at what cost? And then you, you you literally cause a new timeline, which is what Dark Fate not only alludes to, but that its only existence is That's because cool. the cycle was broken. But now it's literally a new cycle. They took hey, the Halloween. You saw me on that. I'm gonna watch it. It's cool. All these movies suck. Let's eventually, right, Amir? Hmm? Hey, I made an effort. I finally saw The Boys like six months Jesus. later. Here, right? It's good. The Boys are good. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, that's Terminator. I really want to get the TV. Come on. Okay. So yeah, we, me, me and Kevin like Terminator. I recommend it. I thought it was very good. It was, and I, and I was very much on the on the bandwagon of let this let this franchise. Who die. did you think was a standout? Linda Hamilton or Mackenzie Davis? I thought Mackenzie Davis was pretty good, but I also yeah, like Gabriel great. Luna. I thought was very good as the villain too. I thought he was great. In fact, I cared more about those two characters than I cared about almost anybody else. Oh. You know, but I did like the the the, the, the basically the promotion of Sarah to Savior. Mm. I thought that was pretty cool. Me I too. Did, I, thought, I thought she was. So, I thought Hamilton that was stepped into the role like it was like she was putting on shoes. And, it was and, amazing. And it's, it's like she had never walked away from the role because yeah. all of her assumptions, all of her like she just automatically assumes that she's going to have the baby that's going to be the, the next. And then you just you're listening to her talk about it. It's like oh that's just her being like her bitchy self. Yeah. And then you go and then when later it's like no 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 she's the leader. You go all right. <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was a very good movie. I recommend it. Yeah. I, I I really dug it. All right, so TV time. Okay, so. No atomic dildos in this one. In Watchmen. In Watchmen. <laughs> well, no, I figure people will know. I mean, I figure people will know. So the last episode title, for those who don't know, because I have some weird stares here, was uh, Big Blue Atomic Dildo, which is a reference to the Watchmen episode. Uh, Watchmen number three. Watchmen number three. Because, uh, uh, yeah, if you guys haven't watched it, we're, we're, not, we're not caught up. No? Oh. Yeah. oh. That's all right. Mm. You should. 
yeah, yeah. No, I we're not going to hold up your podcast, bro. Yeah, go ahead. How many episodes have you seen? Just the first one. We saw it at New York Comic Con, and we don't have any HBO, so we oh. haven't been. Oh, so it's all oh. like your so oh, Maxwell Hill. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Well, <laughs> Okay, but, but so it, what sucks is what sucks good. is episode yes. four, which is another long ass title one uh, of um, if you don't like my story, write Rachel. your own. Yeah, it it's very uneventful, but filler. a lot of shit happened. <laughs> it's filler, but it's exposition filler. Uh, I said what the fuck audibly out loud like four fucking times in this fucking episode. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, you've got Lady True coming in, the person that bought Vite's uh, company, and then. You have the fucking, oh my god, the scene of the clones being born. The chucking of the babies? Yeah. Chucking oh baby river? You didn't see it? No, I did not. Okay, so you know, but you have you seen any of this show? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so the Adrian Vite stuff, the Ozymandias all stuff, the, all you the, already know all those are clones. clones all the servants. All the servants. Yeah. It literally shows where he gets them from. And it's just a river where he's literally just picking up baskets of just like... It's like crab baskets. Yeah, of embryo babies Why? in the crab baskets. That's where they're born. And then he's going through looking for the viable ones like you would a crab. That whole storyline is just, what the fuck? And when he finds one that's not right, he just chucks it back in the water. Yeah, that's why I call it the... the not the, right? The it, baby chucking river. Well, I mean, that's kind of like the, the story of uh, the Spartan story where they chuck their babies over the cliff. Mm-hmm. Together, huh? Yeah, but I wouldn't really make that connection. <laughs> not with this. Well, they're not perfect to his eyes. So y'all have been watching all four episodes. Somebody explain to me why the white supremacist took Rorschach's Because mask. he he becomes a symbol for. Um, He's anti-government. It was yeah. a perfect. I, the way I would explain this, like, is the best way of why the Nazis took the symbol. Of Buddhism and, Buddha, and turn yeah, it into yeah, yeah, a swastika yeah, yeah. for a symbol of hate for their own. And and that needs. unfortunately is the one thing I have a problem with on the show. I love everything else. I just hate what they're doing to Rorschach. Because from this point on, in all of pop culture, Rorschach, Rorschach is going to be remembered as a white supremacist. Unfortunately, symbol. because it's yeah. televised. And yeah, it's on the Isn't that a lead in from the comic and the, the first the movie? Where like at the end there's that like ambiguity of like Rorschach well, wants to reveal the truth. First of all, so yeah, he's like this anti-authority yeah, figure. But this follows the book, not the movie. Okay. The end of the movie is different from the book. Okay. And the book, or in the movie, I'm sorry, they make you think that Doctor Manhattan is a threat, and that's what combined brings the world together. That's true. In the book, it's not that Ozymandias has actually created an alien squid. That yeah, yeah, from yeah, another yeah. dimension it's that like, he drops in the middle of New York and kills three million people. Right, and right. That, and it's to bring the world together. It's to basically right. get everybody to drop okay. their differences yeah, yeah, yeah. and come together as one nation. I think it's a great idea, personally. But at the end of the and just like at the end of the movie, Rorschach figures he out wants that to reveal yeah, he's the right. and he's has to and Manhattan has to kill him so he won't right. do it. And he even asks him to kill him. Right. So yeah, this, I, I got that. He's like, has to tell he's like a very what? timely, like anti-authority, like fake news. Yeah, you know. But in this in this storyline, he still just as in the book, he still has his notes that he sends off to a, a newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this in this storyline, though, in the show, yeah, it was picked up by the paper and disregarded. Oh, they thought it was BS. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the show is present day of that time, but. Uh, and we talked about like the technology of the show is really there's no advanced. there's no advances in internet well there's no internet and there's no advances in telecommunications. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, yeah, it's just all telecommunication. <laughs> there's no telecommunication, but it's only advancements in medicine 
and transportation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like a weird parallel. Yeah. 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 No. Okay. I'm sorry. I was distracted. But that's always because I because I've um fuck. What was that name of that book? Um, I I briefly read like literally the like articles about a, a sci-fi creation book. So it's like a guide to sci-fi from like the perspective of the '80s, where to move forward in sci-fi storytelling, you don't uh, advance a uh, society, you advance uh, advancements in resources like. <clears throat> Uh, medicine, uh, transportation, and uh, sometimes uh, politics or energy. Okay. But never, so there's never social media. So think of it like Blade Runner, uh, right, Fifth right, Element. Right. There's okay. never, there's never social media. There's never internet. Yeah. Because the for storytelling purposes, you want people. It would mirror our right. You you want them in a face to face of hell. We just saw Mandalorian. Star right. Wars even follows that because yeah. how do they communicate? It's always holograms. Yeah. So you see an actor emote. Yeah. Right. So it's just like it's funny how something like a comic book being brought to television, but futurism is still following even that bare bones, right, right. Uh, uh, you know, eighties perspective yeah. of. Well, it's like it's like steampunk stuff, right? Because you have right. like flying machines and you know machines that can do everything, right? Right. It's, just, it's something tactile. Everyone's wearing Victorian right. stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it's something tactile and uh, to be able to be visualized? Right. Because internet, you can't really right film that. It's 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 there's no way you can act against that for storytelling purposes. So it's there's literally like a, a guide of. Futuristic sci-fi of how to make it livable and believable, but still storytelling, uh, uh, you know, with an advantage. So I think I love that about Watchmen, of like it continues that, and like uh, in this episode, you see the advancements of medicine and like the family tree thing, because that family mm-hmm. tree scene yeah. of like it gives you like a, a physical acorn, but it has digital data. It's like a it's like a it's like a, it's like a jump drive. Right. Okay. And then you insert it into a tube, and then it actually creates a holographic tree of your family tree. And then in this case, she was trying to figure out Angela. Who, yeah, Angela, who's a sister night sister. Night. She, she, night sister. No, sister night. Really? Sister night. Okay. Um, she doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, she's trying to figure out who Louis Gossett Jr.'s character is. Mm-hmm. Right. She she finds out that that's her grandfather. So she's using this foundation to figure out what happens. And when the tree is created, it literally says, there's a new branch available for your tree. Would you like to know more? And then you tap on it like you would anything else on a screen, and it just starts telling you more information about that. Yeah, it just confirms what the audience already has seen. Yeah. Which is, we keep getting glimpses of that past but one in the of beginning the- of each episode. It's just now it's reaffirming it to the audience. And, and uh, oh, explicitly explaining it to her. He's the kid at the beginning of the first episode yes. that his parents are hiding. Yeah, he's and over 100 and still alive. And it's very much alluded to that he's also the uh, mass justice. I don't know if it's alluded to, but that's what the fan theory is. Right. Well, I mean, they keep they showed that whole sequence with mass justice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then I like how in, in this uh, episode, also there's an explanation how uh, the, the media has had historical inaccuracies. Uh, specifically towards uh, uh, white society. Mm-hmm. So it explained why uh, when you see the cuts of the Code of Justice, he looks white, not black. But then I was explaining, like, oh, there's historical accuracies in, in the mass media. Mm-hmm. Or like the thing about the Minutemen, the Silk Spectre 1 and 2, the comedian, stuff like that. So I'm like, ah, okay, that's cool. So 
in the last episode, they introduced the character of Lori Blake. She's the FBI agent that showed up. Uh, in episode three, yeah. In episode three. That character is actually Silk Spectre. Lori Uspechik. Yeah, Lori Uspechik. She's basically, she's thrown off all of her her costumed identity. She's adopted the, the, the last name of her father who raped her mother to produce her. So the nice. comedian's name was Blake. She's adopted that name. And she shows up and she hates masked vigilantes. She's FBI. She's FBI. And she's on a task force to eliminate vigilantes. Because when you first meet her, she participates in a bank robbery. You're like, what the fuck's going on? And the right. whole bank robbery was a ruse by the FBI to get this... Mass Justice? Uh, no, Mass, uh, I'm sorry. Mr. Shadow. Mr. Shadow to show up and to capture him. So, and she is ruthless as, as ruthless can She's be. amazing. Played by uh, Gene Smart. Yeah. And she's incredible. So this episode continues on from that where now she's she's kind of taking over at the police station a little bit too. Yeah, they even refer to her as New Boss. Yeah. Um, you get to see Looking Glass's little bunker. Dude, I love the – I'm so fascinated with that character – it's so funny how like you see his quirks about like how he's constantly wearing the reflective mask even when he's at home, mm-hmm. but then when he's in this bunker, he's not wearing it, and he lets Angela come in, mm-hmm. and he's so obsessed with the squids that fall from the sky because even even though this is the ultimate present day there, the squids inexplicably are still falling from the sky like in like. It's raining. like on occasion, like like yeah, like it's, it's raining, it's raining squids, but it's like sporadic weather. Yeah. Well, also remember this episode also opens up with it's on a it's it's a it's a roadside farm and the Clarks. Sell, yeah, and they <laughs> sell eggs and uh, it shows them they're like they're a couple, they're a farming couple. They love being together. They love being on a farm and everything like that. And then in the middle, they're literally getting ready to go to bed. And just as they're about to pull the covers on, the doorbell ring. They're like, who, who could that be? And it's this character, Lady True, who is a reclusive billionaire. Trillionaire. Trillionaire. She uh-huh. corrects because they say billionaire. She's like, actually, I'm a trillionaire. Yeah, and she she's the <laughs> Vietnamese trillionaire who bought Vite's company. Vite's company, yeah. And she's building the uh, the clock. The uh, the millennium clock. millennium clock that's down the road. And she comes in and she says, look, I want your farm. I want your farm and I want the 48 acres that it's on. And she's You have three minutes to decide. decide yeah. And um, they're like, well, there's no amount of money. And she's like, I'm not offering you money. She's like, she talks about how they wanted to have a kid, how they went to, uh, 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 what's it called? Um, the fertility clinic. clinic. Fraternity clinic, thank you. Fertility clinic, and they, they couldn't produce a child. And uh, it's like, so you're going to basically reverse that and make it so we can't produce birds? Like, no, you don't understand. I've already made the child. And <laughs> and they say, the great yeah. And they, it's the way she words it is what, what I'm really obsessed with. Is, she see what it that way is like. I've already made you your child, not a child, your child. And so the way she said is made. And this is the same episode where we get the babies in the fucking river. And I'm like, huh. Well, there's also allusions to the her daughter, True's daughter, being her clone too. Yeah. Because you Beyond, meet, you meet, later on you meet True's daughter, who's a young girl with big glasses, and but then, still like the like ahead of the company somehow. Yeah, she she's like well she's like Lady True's assistant. Right, but yeah. that's so like having some prominent role because yeah. she looks like ten or twelve. And then she wakes up from a nightmare later on, and she goes and tells her mom about it. And it's like I dreamed that I was they bombed the village and I was running and and my feet. And she's like sitting there and she's like my feet still hurt. And she's like yeah they will. 
and you get the idea that this is all memories that her. Maybe, it might be. It might be true, and be and beyond might be a clone. Yeah, makes sense. Because there's no there's no showing of like a father. Or yeah, there's no talk about any of that. Well, and then she even talks about how she's got her own little terrarium area. And when they go into the terrarium area, she's like, my mother prom- made me promise on her deathbed that I would never leave the Vietnam. And I said I never would, but this is a loophole. <laughs> so this, it's literally Vietnam in the, what was it called? Tulsa. Viverium? Yeah, Viverium, something like that. Yeah, yeah Viverium. But in this like weird like aquarium-looking thing, it's, it's apparently parts of Vietnam. She just lives there. It's fucking good. Uh, and there's a lot of iconography of elephants. I have no idea what that means. I don't either. I, I, I didn't notice, that. to be honest with you. It was everywhere, all over the garden. And and when she serves uh, Will, the 100-old man, uh, um, their cups and mugs are all elephant-themed. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was weird. Attention. Is that a Vietnam thing, maybe? Maybe. So, but like I said, we're just kind of giving you bits and pieces because really, it's just all exposition. Really, yeah. nothing happened. To, to me, that's the frustration of there's more questions in episode four, but this already makes it half, we're halfway done. Well, I mean, there's only eight episodes. Yeah. Episodes one And we're still in, being introduced to new people. Yeah. But then now there's like, there's a literal clock now, not besides the millennium clock. Now they're saying, uh, Will and True are like, in three days, are you going to, you know, family's going to complicate things. Are you still to the cause? And he's like, yes. And he's like, oh, some people might get cold feet. He goes, my feet are fine. And he stands up. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't sucking that wheelchair. <laughs> that, that, that's a nice little And then like in three days, the world will change. And then it, it, <laughs> it revert, uh, not revert, it, but it's like a callback to when uh, Brienne is showing the detectives, uh, her mother, True. They're asking, what's the point of the Millennium Clock? Uh, uh, you're building like a ninth one of the world, and and Bian goes, no, it's gonna be the first new wonder, no, the first wonder, wonder of, of the, the new world. world. Yeah. So it's like getting hints of like but, they're gonna cause some kind of like, uh, uh, some kind of like apocalyptic event, and like start the world anew. Bring the squids. But also, yeah. there's a, there's also a seed of this. That I just want to mention. So Sister Knight decides she's got to get rid of all the evidence. So she goes back and she starts. She starts like wiping down the the, the bakery she lives in. She cuts up the wheelchair and then she goes to throw the stuff away. So she ends up driving to this bridge and throws it into like a trash. Truck. I said, "What the fuck!" Immediately after, after this, because yeah. So she turns around and there's a guy standing there watching, but he's like all costumed out. He's all this what big silver costume with these big alien but it's like, eyes. But it's like a spandex. Yeah. So she takes off running and she takes her off running after him. And then all of a sudden he's just running and you see him pull out these two bottles. Douses himself in, 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 in this liquid and then all of a sudden he just falls on the ground and slides feet first into a sewer grate. And you're just sitting there going, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And I love how like, and it cuts to Sister Night and she's like, what the fuck? And I, I stood up. I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? So I'm like, so I, and I like how they, they she describes the scene in the whole episode. The characters and I call him Lube Man, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck was that? Watch it's never referred so, to again either. Watch yeah. can be so grounded, but so fucking weird at times. Yeah. It is absolutely obnoxious. So I like the fan theory saying that Petey might be Lube Man because he's tall and lanky, and then this like Lube Who's Man Petey? looked like. Uh, uh, Blake's assistant, yeah, the guy that she brings with her, oh, the historian, because she's the, he, yeah. the he he explains her yeah. history to it. Yes, 
So I want to ask a question, though. It's a layman. Someone who doesn't know shit about the comics. Would I still enjoy this show? Yes. Hmm? I mean, maybe. Yes, I think so. Yeah, he would. Well, it's a show that needs homework would not would not be so popular on, on Twitter. Look at Game of Thrones. You're right. You didn't have to read the books. It helped. You watch the Watchmen movie at least, right? Yeah, it's how so the you have movie. some premise. I like the movie, movie. right? Yeah. Right, so you have some context. Just okay. know, it's just, just know really that. Uh huh. It's not only, not only separate. It's after. It pays homage to it, and it's not that ending. Right. Okay. Okay. I will watch but, it. Just gonna give it some time to binge it because I'm that kind of. Well, it's only gonna be eight episodes, so it'll be done. Yeah, early. and that's what I was saying. I'm like, like the boys. I watched it one day. But it's like I'm saying I'm like I, I'm still I'm still like upset with this season because it's we're halfway there because it's only eight episodes we're in episode f- four we're getting more questions and more characters now I'm just like what the fuck where is this going maybe he's trying to like, well set the up first three episodes let's have something with the voice the first few episodes were were jam packed with a lot of stuff fourth is being exposition I think the next four episodes. Are gonna be go 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 go. Yes, yeah. information in the, and, and in the previews. I think just did you see them in the previews? They look like packed, like holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm liking these eight episode series where it's just you know all killer, no filler. Right. But, yeah, but the problem the all all killer is cool. But then in four episodes, we've gotten more like five fucking plots or six. Oh yeah, like it's six. crazy, and we have and, no idea how any of them connect yet. And you know that at the end of it all, you're not gonna get. Another season, right? Like this because because David Lindelof said he's like eight episodes and I'm done. Yeah, so someone else will have to pick it up and just maybe, announce. maybe, yeah. But that means that he has a way to tie it up. What I'm starting to get afraid of is they keep referring and keep referring back to Doctor Manhattan a lot. Yeah, mm. and what I'm sort of starting to fear is because with David Lindelof, I just I, I I I've trained myself to look for the thing that is the most interesting. Because then I know that we're never going to get any info on it. And I think that's what it's going to be. I think Dr. Manhattan is just sitting there going, oh, I want Dr. Manhattan. I want to see it. And he's just, you're just he's never, never going to touch it. Never gonna or, touch it. Or, or he's learned and he might do the opposite. No, Maybe. I'm hoping. I have to tell you the crackpot theory of the internet that it made me laugh out loud. But then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's stupid. It's still stupid. I, I The more I think about it, the more I think it's absurd. That... Um, Yahya uh, Abdul the third, the Angela's husband. Mm-hmm. He's Manhattan in disguise, and I'm like, that is just fucking crazy. But then the people's like evidence is like he had this like uh, accident in Vietnam, and then it's like a homage to like uh, the Vietnam massacre with him and the comedian, uh, which might tie to True, mm-hmm. to uh, Lady True and Lady True's vivarium, whatever everything. She has a statue of Vice now though. Not when he was young. And and oh. Agent Blake, Laurie Blake is like, why do you have him old if he's been missing? And she's like, oh, he, he is old. She's talking about him like in present tense. Super strange. Yeah. Let's see what happens, man. We got four episodes to go. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, and then back to the fight thing with the, you know, babies chunking, uh, uh, <laughs> the chucking babies river. Uh he, he, he grows them in this, like, machine, and it's the servants that you've been seeing, Mr. Phillips and... Mr. Mr. Crookshanks. Crookshanks, uh-huh. And he walks them, and he's like, oh, you're going to talk now, whatever, and he walks into their, their, the dining room uh, that we've seen, covered in their bodies. Like he, a killed, fu- 
That was a what the fuck moment. Uh, apparently, uh, the ghost was hunter the that Eric did not satisfy the weight requirement for the chair. I guess I exceeded that. He was that shocked at the pile of uh, clone bodies in the dining room. No, it's Ben. It's Ben. It's Ben. I'm sorry. It's the final chair. I'm like, no, wrong. You've been doing it the wrong way. You've been down. I wasn't even sure what happened. I'm sorry. So that's how you get those scabs on the knees, huh? So, Mandalorian stuff? Yeah. The switch? Nice segue, bro. What? I want to at least end it with, like, we now know Vi, he's been there four years and that he is trapped. Yeah. Because he's, yeah, he's trying to escape. Because then he's chucking, <laughs> now he's chucking the clone, the dead clone bodies, and you see them as he uses a telescope to look at where they're heading in the sky. They disappear. Does he yell "pull"? They chuck them. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, but he tell, he makes the new servants chuck the bo- the dead bodies of the clone servants. I'm okay with this. It's fucking hilarious. As long as he says "pull," and it explains the the candles on the on the cake. Oh, remember right one, two, then three is the one that he he whacked. And then uh, the dining table with all the dead bodies. Four. It was, it was um, I had four. Uh, the cake with four. With four candles, yeah. Yes, I'm fine with Mandalorian talk. But Watchmen is great. Guys, please watch it. Yes, yes, very much so. Sarge, you will now have access to it. <laughs> I have some I questions really, about the really show really afterwards. afterwards. I have some questions about watch the show. Watch it first. No, no, about the first it. episode. Well, watch up with the fourth. I already have questions in the first. No, no, no. <laughs> because I never read the book. So I don't, know why the, I don't know why the police are covering their face. Well, does it explain the show? It's okay. explained on the show. It's explained. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Episode two. They it's, a, it's, a, it's a... Got it. I'll watch it. I'll find the yeah. book. It's a law. It's cool. To, to me, the explanation is amazing. Okay. I'll find the book. Okay. So, Mandalorian. Chapter one. Chapter one. There's, yeah, there's, what, no, there's no We name. all came together. No, no, no. So this is what we all came together today. We watched it. For the first time. Thank you, Joel, for extending your yes, house you. for us to see it. Thank you, TV. An hour and a half ago, we watched it, and uh, I pretty much think we all loved it. So, Did anyone not like it? Raise your hand. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Doors open. No one raise your hand for those who can't and, see us. And no one left. <laughs> no one left. We're all still here. Yes. Even Joe and Amir, who are notorious for not liking things. Excuse, excuse me. I love Star Wars. Yeah. I know you love Joe. I know Joe was going to love this. I know you love Star Wars, but there are certain Star Wars things you don't. Know. You have the prequels? No. Hey, hating oh, and not knowing things are two different things. Yeah. No, you hate things you don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. It's short sighted. <laughs> no, no one can see my height. It's not funny when they can't see it. Well, you clarified. But yeah. friends listen, they no were fine. I see him falling out of the chair either. It was still so funny, though. It was still so funny. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, felt, chair. I felt so bad. I've never fell out of the chair in my life. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was a drama. Fat man in a little chair. Did, did anyone have. <laughs> I've never fell out of the chair in my life. I feel horrible. I need one break. Uh, oh, damn, I need to lose weight. <laughs> Hello. I had no break. No breaks. None. 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 I'm not letting him I think everybody likes it, right? Ghost, Sarge. Dude, there, what I, is there not I, to like? I it's all a, the little okay, it's a sci-fi western okay. Okay. in Star Wars. Okay, so okay. Let's, <laughs> let's preface this by saying this is going to be there's, there's spoiler yeah, yeah, spoiler okay. filled. Okay, so if you don't want any spoilers, stop listening. Bye, bye. This is Cowboy Bebop with a Star Wars theme. Don't take it down like that. <laughs> don't, 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 don't I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is why I like it. I'm like, this is Cowboy Bebop. I like this. I never watched it. Y'all do get out or something because I'm torn. I like both. 
Why, why, why must you shit on this? I'm not <laughs> shitting on it. I love hey, Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop is great. Don't you dare. Cowboy Bebop is fucking awesome. It's an you, got, you got this dude. That's oh. you hating, dude. That's oh. just that. But, but the fact is, he's a fucking bombing hunter who does what he's got to do, and he's got his own little side story to it. That's Cowboy Bebop all over it. The whole they thing is, they don't know. I mean, hell, our listeners... Half of them probably don't even know what Cowboy Bebop is. Well, then you're enlighten yourself. So let's just talk about Mandalorian. Yeah, yes. well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I, immediately, I love the fucking cinematography. Every shot that would jump Beautiful. wide was, bro, those landscapes. I'm like, how how do you get landscapes that look alien when we can't reach fucking other landscapes? That's, that's, like, that's fucking oh, crazy. Oh. To yeah. me, it's fucking insane to me. It's no, awesome. A and lot it, of those landscapes are actual landscapes that you can find. find that's it. what I'm saying. They're like, but how yeah. do they make it look alien? Like, it's so cool to me. It's that's, just, that's all that's all that's Disney design. magic, man. That's that's design. It's awesome. That Disney magic. Get the fuck out of here. Disney <laughs> magic. Hey, it's on Disney Plus, bro. Come on. You going to fight me on that one? No, it's still Lucasfilm. I was really surprised, one, at how funny it was. Yeah. I did not expect that. Yeah. But then again, that's Star Wars. It, right. Humor and jet uh, with it's a kind of Marvel blend. No, like this, no it's I, Star Wars. Dude, that's first. a Star Wars yeah. thing. Star Wars well, and adventure and humor. Because you don't like this kind of humor when it comes to Marvel. Well, that makes Star no Wars, sense because okay I love Guardians it. and Ant-Man. And that's funny. Two out of like what? Yeah, Star Wars always had a Yeah, but you also comic. didn't like Thor Ragnarok, which is... Hello! Right, but because... No, he loves to hate it. Dude, we're not going to get that. We're not going to go over I was this. just yeah. going to ask I've already, I've already explained that, like, because I think it boggles down the story. This humor did not boggle down the story in no, Mandalorian. No, no, no. no. I, I agree. I agree. Right. Fine. So I was just going to ask if Taika Waititi was going to make a reappearance if we knew. Yeah, he's in it. No, he was shot. He was killed. No, yeah, he, he was the IG. We don't know that he's like a continuing. If, no, because if you look at the. Well, he has directed another episode. Well, yeah, he directs. Uh, she actually directs him. Wonderful. The part but, um, he, yeah. he, um, if you look at the cast list, he's he's not. I don't even think he's not even credited. Oh, so I think he's just in the that one part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. and for those who don't know, Kevin is not a fan of Taika Waititi's films in general. I guess I filmed. I'm actually only seen Ragnarok. Okay, is one film. Actually, no, I've seen where, where the, where the shadows what are. What we do in the shadows. We do no, the, shadows. the other one, the kid one. The, oh, okay. Where the wall so things are. Yeah, but you, that's not Taika, is it? Yeah, that's Taika. If you need to watch the first 10 minutes was. of what we do in the shadows, and if you don't buy in in the first 10 minutes, you can just abandon ship. Okay. But it's like, if you I like did, the first 10 minutes, pitch. it's all funny. I that's a great sales pitch. I did have a in or out. It's like dry British humor, right? It is. Oh, Kevin, which I appreciate. No, where wild things are Spike Where the wild things are Spike Jumps. Oh. I don't know what I'm thinking. Do you don't like British humor? I know I want to see. I, I, I know I want to see Taika's uh, new movie, Jojo Rabbit. I I have no interest in it. Really? I think it looks hilarious. It looks funny. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so again, Kevin's out of fan of Taika Waititi. Fine, whatever. <laughs> but back to the Mandalorian. It was a great episode. Uh, it had a lot of interesting moments, funny action, uh, some adventure. Well, I mean, uh, it's a backstory. Yeah, it, it opened up. It brought introduced your character, very badass, like pretty much establishing how we talked a lot. I wasn't expecting that. I thought I imagine another Boba Fett of him. Never not in the beginning. Speaking. In the beginning, he was very much the man with no name. Right. He had no. He, he, he had didn't ship he one flying. line, and he didn't say anything. But but I do like that most of the trailer was episode one. Yeah, the trailers for Mandalorian like, were just episode it, one. Is that one of those things that's like... No, there's, really stuff, from, there's stuff from later. Yeah, because in the because trailer we see Giancarlo, you see Gina Carano, right. you see Bill yeah. Burr. Well, I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're putting the famous faces in there. 
But no, no, but you also see Mandalorian later when he has his full uh, Beskar armor. Well, we did speak about that, that they do show you the different traders more and more of his armor, Mm -hmm. which they get into this a little bit where it's like, it's a rite of passage. But then get the pieces of your proper armor. How many trailers are there? Because I don't think there are like six. Six. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, I trailer I saw. Like yeah. It was an ignorant comment. Well, well, there That's was it. like there was like two or three full trailers, and the I'm rest are TV one. spots. Oh, yeah, but they're okay. full TV spots. I mean, they're like they, they, they were lengthy. lengthy. Yeah, they were lengthy. Yeah. They were lengthy, and they're talking about how one of them reveals like a heavy, uh, like a like a heavy arms type um, Mandalorian too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see a that. heavy arms Mandalorian. What is that a reference to? Just well, like, I, I can't think of the, t- the correct term. It's like a heavy. Um, like um, he has a lot of arsenal on him. Yeah, yeah. There's a term. For, there's a military term for that. I can't think of it. Uh, yes, see, but I'm referring I, I to Gundam. Vers- I'm re- referring to Gundam Wing. Yes. Yeah, but which is an anime that you were just hating on seconds ago. I'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how episode one is not only the introduction of the character; it's also his occupation. He's just a bounty hunter. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, cool. Looking, looking to make money. I know. But it also for his people too. And I agree. I like that fact. Yeah. He made like, his money and he brought really it back. simple makes me attracted yeah. to this. And I like how, like, through dialogue, you know the setting. Yeah. It's after Return of Jedi because he's like, oh, the, the, there's right. no more Empire anymore. Because he wouldn't take the Republic. Right. The, the Imperial Empire. Empire. Right. And then the, the, the target asked him, is like, oh, is this pre-Empire, the ship? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, so you're already literally setting the stage for us to place us where in the Star Wars timeline is this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and then he had a carbonite uh, little machine that he has on his ship. Yeah, like a portable. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. portable one, super tiny. Which uh, fits a dude, and that's that, it. That that was another thing. I'm like, I don't understand that part, but whatever. What? It's accepted. Just accepted. Yeah. Right. right. Technology always becomes smaller. Because, okay, Joe. It's first used in Empire, uh-huh. and Empire Strikes Back, and it's this enormous machine, and it it's not an entire room, right? And it's yeah. not commonly used. Now we'll cut to, we don't know how much further after Return of a Jedi, but between Empire and Return, it's two years. After Return. Right. How much is this? Three years after Return of the Jedi. So essentially five years since the last time we saw the carbonate machine used. You see how small PCs got after five years? But not after five years. In five years, we went from the iPhone 5C to a 10. Compare cell phone technology. Growth happens. Yeah, Yeah, but no, but see, it took 40 years from, from computers to go from the size of a room. To the side, to the personal originally, because right, right, the, right. the microprocessor change everything. Technology moves in leaps and bounds, and the fact the further it's progressed, the faster the next progression is. But that's so only at one. This point, it's going that's faster. only one aspect of my gripe. My the other side of that gripe is the accessibility of it. When it happened to Han in Empire, it was not common practice no, to freeze people, freeze people, and and frozen carbon. Yeah. And then they we're are. cut to this Mandalorian, this character, he's and he's doing it for everyone. Well, I mean, because Han was your guinea pig. He was like, right. you know, the, the Jabba's did it, and they did it for Han and stuff. He was like, I could do no, it too. No, the Jabba's didn't do it. But the Jabba's, it was actually uh, Boba, right? It, it, was the, it was the Cloud City. Bespin did it. Right. And it just happened to be that's how they transported Solo back to Jabba the Hutt. Right. And he kept them as and a maybe, What if Cloud City was behind the times on technology as well? Right, yeah. Dum, dum, dum. You don't know. This is next level for me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, whatever, we're getting really, we're, this is like three okay. levels nerdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially this belief, you just move on from yeah. this, it's done. It was a cool image for the, all the other races. Kevin, you pointed out that one of the races was 
Rodan. Rodan. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was plenty. There was a bunch in that in that bar. He also because Rodan. I think of I think of Rodan as like the Chinese people in Star Wars. They're literally fucking everywhere. Wow. wow. We're gonna cut that out. And with that, that's not that's not that's that's over the Empire's credits. Why? Because the Mon Calamari's uh, economy is still good. Correct. Why? Because the Empire ships. got blown up by Why? freaking Luke and the Resistance. No, because they're known for building ships. They built the entire Rebel fleet. Yeah. The this is true. Mon Calamari. And when he got those credits, what did he do? He took it back. To his family. Well, to his, his, to his, his clan, I guess. His clan. Yeah. I, yeah. know, I want to say clan. Well, the whole idea is that the Mandalorians were scattered to the wind. Okay. After, the after, after, after the purge. After the purge. Okay, what happened was that... Which was the Empire or the Sith? I don't know. No. What it I was it was... was it was the Empire. Yeah. After but that the idea movie. was that um, they came to the planet for the, the armor, the Beskar. Okay? And uh, when they came to the planet, they the Mandalorians fought back so that they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't take it. But yeah. they needed it for their ships. That's why they wanted the armor. And what they did was they bombarded the planet of Mandalore... And uh, basically starved them out and then scattered them to the wind. Right. Yeah. Okay. So now they live in pockets and become bounty hunters. I believe that's why you see the Death Troopers. I believe they send the Death Troopers after the Mandalos. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about getting that metal back. Right. It seems to be a very big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Passage almost. Right. To get Because when he brings it back, not only is it used to make a pauldron for him, which uh, the female blacksmith forger. Matriarch, I guess you could kind of say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like, hey, look, a pauldron look nice for you, but there's so much excess metal that'll do good for. And she the used clan. A, yeah, not just the clan. She used a certain term. She said tribe. She said tribe. I could have she said tribe. I gotta watch it again because I thought she said a word that kind of meant youngling, like for the kids. Because oh. even the kids there had helmets. Helmets, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I heard too, like foundling or something. Foundling or something like yeah. that, yeah. And everybody had helmets. That's like the bare minimum for the race. Everyone yeah. had helmets. So to me, that's that was my first indication. I'm like, are these possibly descendants of Death Squad, which is the faction of, of Mandalorians that uh, were literally exiled from their planet Mandalore after the Queen Satine? But would the Death Squad still use that same logo they had above? Uh, yeah, the entry? That, yes. that that's um that's paying homage to their ancestors back right. when they were just warriors right. and they just conquered shit. Right. Mm. So Death Squad were like extremists. I almost feel like Mandalorians are like Vikings. Right. But yes. then Queen Satine changed that. Yes. Which is why the Death Squad was, was formed, became that faction and left, were exiled. Yeah. Because they were dubbed uh, extremist uh, terrorists. And then they used Greco-Roman helms and stuff. I feel like it's a lot of the fighter nations yeah. of a different history. Yeah. And then the, what really well, solidified my idea, you, this is Death Squad, because all of a sudden he used that flaming sword. And the last time I saw that was that a Death Squad sword. leader. It's not a flaming sword. It's not a flaming sword. It's a black sword, right. No. Well, oh, just, he had a flamethrower on his hand. Which right. all Mandalorians pretty much have. Yeah, right. because the Boba Death, Fett had it. Sense of Death Squad. No, it's just a flamethrower. You can attack him. I've only seen that was a Death Squad. Which that fact Boba Fett had it. Boba Fett had it. Right. Which is after, which is years after... Uh, uh, Queen Satine's reign. He wasn't a part of the Death Squad. We don't know that, uh, right? I we think, don't know that. I think uh, you're getting too. I think you're getting too too many layers deep. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting too deep, bro. 
There's no flaming sword. It's, it's a flamethrower. And he flame. broke it. He couldn't even use a flamethrower right. Broke his well, goggles. He fixed it. I'm sure he's going to fix it. Whatever. I mean, it felt like it was a quick moment after the when he got bit by that creature. Yeah. Uh, 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 he was just a blue. surprised. Banta? Well, no. No. It looked like a there's a yeah, there. I thought it was like blue, something like yeah. that. Can yeah. I throw non-Star Wars comment in it? Yes. Yeah. It reminds me of Final Fantasy. Those mobs, the mobs that look just like that. It's like a frog. With like, Hell, even Blizzard. They got the Moguli. It looks just like that. No idea. No idea. Yeah, I never want. You're a man I know, I'm the only gamer here. No, no, no. I'm a gamer. I'm I just, a gamer. I just never you're not using fantasy. proper terms so we don't understand what you're saying. Well, Waffles. There's actually a Twitch user. <laughs> I'm glad Jesse respects what I just said. <laughs> no one's high-fiving you. I'm alone. Sarge, what did, what did you think? I like this. Jesus so, Christ. Listen, listen. <laughs> no, we weren't even talking about the episode. So, I'm a Never person Never watch that, ET and tell me it was good. I'm a person, I'm a person that... I'm a person, so frustrated. I don't see the hype with Star Wars, right? Because, like, I like it, but it's like... Somebody... <laughs> Wow. Somebody was like, oh, what do you like better, Star Wars or Game of Thrones? And I'm like, Game of Thrones, for sure. Oh, no, wait, hold up. Again, I like the there's the door. Game of me. Thrones, for way. sure. Hold up. But, even with that ending? I shit on both. I don't know, I don't know what I don't know. you're we talking about. <laughs> I don't what know what you're talking about. What season eight? So. I don't know. Anyways, to me, uh, Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. And I think it's because of like what I've been through, I guess, in my culture or whatever, when it comes to the military. Okay. But this, I wasn't like, oh, I hell, I want to see Mandalorian. She was more excited than I was for Mandalorian. Pointing at the ghost. But watching the show tonight, I'm going to keep watching, especially cool. the ending. Yeah. First so, of all, I didn't for- even mention that. I forgot that I Peter, I forgot that Peter Pascal, or aka Ober Martel, whatever, Peter in English, <laughs> Ober Martel was in it. I like how he's Spanish. He wears three right? Right. I'm American first. Anyway. Whatever Enrique is. Yeah, really? No, no, Henry. His name's Henry. Henry. Henry Hernandez. Henrico. Anyways. Ober Martel was in it. I forgot about that. Is he ever going to take his mask off? Or, uh, well, sure they even will. said in the beginning, like, he's like, is it true that you guys never take yeah, his mask off? Yeah, yeah, no, I caught up. I, I think, I think there's gonna, you're going to get a point. I would think so, too. Yeah, you're going to pay Pascal. It's like, he, the moneymaker needs to be shown. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, but I hope it's a really emotional beat. I think so, too. Yes. yes. But no, yeah, the, the show is awesome. I'm definitely going to keep watching. So well, it's it's very much a lone gunman type situation, which, is which awesome. I really like. It's a western in space, which I love as well. Um, I, I just everything was just really really good. I love the the clan area where he has to go find it, and then it's marked by the 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 elephant, the mm-hmm. the Mandalorian elephant's yeah. skull. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw you guys pop for that. Like, yeah, oh yeah. shit! Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah, cool. it's, it's Boba Fett's logo. It's the right. Mandalorian logo. Mm-hmm. It's you know, but it's a big deal. Well, if you you know. Like I was, I when I was a kid watching all the Star Wars movies, and then everybody loved Boba Fett. I was on the side of like, why does everybody love this character? Same. I never understood that, mm-hmm. and it was only through years and years and years, kind of yeah. going, well, yeah, I kind of do like this character, but really, for a character that has ten minutes of screen time in three movies, I just never got the popularity of it. But whatever, I digress. Now watching this, I, I dig this character a hell of a lot more. 
then I think, you know, right. knowing that Boba Fett is the gold standard, it's this is still real. But we're going to find out so much about this character even more. And Mandalorian. You're gonna, well, yeah, because yeah. everything you know about Mandalorians comes from books. Yeah. From the books. And Which most, of them, most, of, most of them are now considered legend. They're not considered canon anymore. So. So that I really want to get to the ending. So they're gonna pick and choose. So to yeah. so, so the ending. So that, first of all, that shootout scene was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And Same. Taika as the IG unit was good. IG was eleven. Cool. I really liked the the humor of him, like constantly wanting to resort to substance yeah. suicide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that really. and, dude, and that's really modern humor to do it more than twice. I'm literally gonna meme the fuck out of that. That's just funny. I think like, that is gonna be. Cool. Anything bad happens, yeah. self-destruct. Yeah. 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 Yes. Minor inconvenience, self-destruct. Yeah. No, bitch, wait up. Chill out. Like, command self-destruct sequence. <laughs> yeah, that's literally the thing. That's what Bob kept going in and out of his chest. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, that yeah, was, I, I didn't appreciate it. Because he kept giving up. He's like, fuck it, I'm dying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, then, uh, so then that ending, when he shoots him at the end, we were all pretty surprised. Yeah, but you gotta preface this, though, because he finds, he gets, he goes looking for a mission, and then he's put on to an expensive one where he's gonna get paid well. Right, and he gets like Werner Herzog. He gets like that, like imperial credit. Yeah, like, well, he gets the piece metal. of metal, yeah. which, which is not imperial; it's Mandalorian metal. Right, they just stole it. Uh, they right. stole. Well, they stole uh, the whole planet. Which is which is when we get that information. They're like, right. "Oh, this is before the purge." Yes, right. because that's why he took it back to the clan. Right. Was he was taking it so he could have it made for him, but the excess was going to be given back to the tribe because it's their metal. Right. It's the Mandalorian's metal. Um, Werner Herzog hey, speaks so incomprehensible. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't understand what the fuck you were saying. Hey, and a young Yoda was worth more. So well, it's not actual. Well, it's whatever the species is. It's whatever. Yeah, Yoda species. I okay, so the, he the Mandalorian gets put on a bounty. He's told he needs to bring it in alive, but if he wants to bring it in dead, he can for a lesser price. Yeah, but it has to be confirmed. Right, it has right. to be confirmed. Right. That's what I was trying. That's to say. what he goes to the the the. the he's brought to the. Uh, compound by an Ugnot played by um, Nick, Nolte. Nick Nolte, who was really good. Yeah, <laughs> that was so random. I have spoken. There we go. I do. Um, that. So he he comes to the compound and basically it's just a fucking free for all. I mean, and it's him and IG Eleven against everybody else. They go in for the bounty, and the bounty is a little you know spoilers. The bounty is a little baby uh, Yoda, species. Yoda Yoda species. What is that? But it's been twelve years old. They don't have. They don't have a name. They don't have a name. They don't have They've a never is, had a name. Never had that is merchandise gold. But he has been told so that they're fifty years old. So right. the kid. So remember, he's yeah. When he's old, he's what? Like well, because Yoda's over nine hundred years right. old. And he so, reaches almost that millennium. When he and dies, anyway. That is merchandise like, gold. He like bonded with him. He like. Yeah, they did the E.T. thing. Even yeah. I, who gives two fucks about Star Wars, I would buy Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. <laughs> you know, you're really going out of your way on a Star Wars podcast to talk about how you don't like the Star Wars. I agree. I'm going to go <laughs> with it. I mean, you got to understand Find this. Me. He does not like it, but the fact that he likes this so much right. shows it's how amazing the Mandalorian is. For people who love Star Wars and don't love hey, Star Wars to come together. Okay, yeah. and on that note, I'm curious about the shit that you guys know that I didn't. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so like The Purge and a couple other things. Yes. Is that so, all comic so, book based? No, no. 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 Wars. So, so, so those the show, things, the cartoon. Right, yeah. yeah, the cartoon. Right, so those things had me curious. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to say. And non-joke aside, when I saw those flashbacks that he sat, had about mm-hmm. like what you guys said was Mandalorian the Purge, Purge yes. I'm like, 
wait, I want to know more we're, about we're the gonna get more And you're going to get more of that on the show, too. I hope I, so. I honestly feel like it, yeah. I hope so. But that's that's my play on how dope this is. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. curious. So even the layman loves it. Even yeah. a layman loves it. We'll go with you know, I, like I said, I wasn't super excited for it. I was like, oh, whatever. It's probably going to be good, but it overshot. Exceeded? Yeah, exceeded my expectations. That's great. 100%. Goes goes I am going to. When is the next I mean, one? I Friday? Friday. I was not Friday. There's three this week? No, no just two. two. Just two. No, and, then next, and then it's Friday. Oh, next Friday is two. No, no, So this every Friday you get every one. Friday. And then every Friday. So this two. week it's going to be three two. episodes in the two. week. No, it's two. No, you get three. Today because yeah. of the launch of the app, right? Right. Friday regular, and then next Friday regular. And then one week around the, no. the holidays, we'll, they'll skip a week. Um, okay. So will we end this by the end of the year? A Christmas special? No, yeah, yeah. This, no one? Oh, my God. The Life Day reference? But Holy shit. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. right? Yeah. But here's the thing. Favreau wants to remake the, the holidays. Get out of here. The Can you start a Kickstarter? I'm in. I don't no, think he really needs to. I think all he has to say is, I'd like right. to do it. And here's all the money. He's yeah. not playing like, really big. No, yeah, this, yeah, this, this episode, episode is so down. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, he, George is right. It's two episodes next Friday. Wait, what? Right. Fi- November 15th, there's two episodes. Well, he's not I mean, this Friday. Friday. That's we get to see two and three back to back on Yes. Get oh, the wow. Fuck out of here. Okay. Dude, no, the first episode. I knew it wasn't me. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Bro, y- y'all suck. There's the door, George. I no, no, the George is right. There's a the door, Joe. Okay, get out of your own house. I didn't even care about this, so I didn't know. Yeah. But I'm a false the first episode told me. Because four is on my wedding, and oh, then yeah. the five, I'm in Paris. Yeah, you're so, not watching that. So watch four before it's you get so married. Hard no, 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 no. <laughs> But here's the thing, on the you're flight back from Paris, awesome. you can watch hey, them. Can we bring That's a tablet so to the wedding and uh, we watch it while you're married? Stream it! We stream it while you're married. Stream it your wedding! Have you guys seen The hey, Office? I'm giving over? a synopsis while I get back. Imagine if it's perfectly timed and just as like the bride, my wife, comes down the aisle. It's when he takes his helmet off. <laughs> you understand that she will murder all of us. I'm giving a synopsis while I get you married. No, no, so no. Val will we'll murder us. Hey, are I'm okay with that. The same I'm not. Table? I like to live. Are we all on the same I table? Sure. Okay, so if you see the three of us. You're ready to self-destruct. Exactly. Thanks for getting married. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm yeah. ready to self-destruct. We show it, and a second Val gets mad at all of us, we're ready to self-destruct. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I'm going to look mad, but like vaguely interested, and Joe's going to be like, the baby Yoda's doing Jedi tricks. <laughs> well, they are great with the Force, so I guess. We don't know that. Nah, Isn't it foretold that his race is good with the Force? We don't know that his we race is good with the We've only known two. The him and that. Oh, that like, must have been the, the legacy books. My bad. No, I read a lot of legacy books, and well, that information is well, still stuck in my head. He's a, you know, ha- it has to be more sensitive in order to have that big bounty on that baby. No, no there could be other reasons. There could be other reasons. That's true. They want to study He's, 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 a la- he's the last. Uh, I mean, his race was like. Killed off. They say that True. in the Clone Wars or yeah. in one of the movies. I think they say yeah, that his race cool. was like screwed. Yo, mini. All right, Yo, with that, right, with that, that was my glory. I want to self-destruct. <laughs> 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 Fuck, that was such a good way to end it. Okay, yeah. <laughs>